This and all episodes of the podcast have been brought to you by our generous patrons over at Patreon The Daisy Podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can support the show each week, then please click the link in the description down below to find out more information about Patreon The Daisy Podcast. Thank you for your support. And once again, as always, folks, a big shout out to our supporters on Patreon.com, The Daisy Podcast. Our $10 supporters, Scouse Peter Gaming and Dick Donovan, thank you so, so much, guys. Your support is really appreciated. And a massive shout out to our $25 supporter, Jake Snow. I don't know why you do it, mate, but we can't thank you enough for your support for The Daisy Podcast. All the best, folks, and enjoy the show. And welcome to episode 54 of the Daisy Podcast. Mark's good to see you back, mate. Good to see you as always. How are we all doing? Not too bad at all, mate. Not too bad at all. I'll just do a quick uh, sound check um, with um, the chat um, as I introduce each of our guests. Let us know that you can hear everyone okay. Um, so tonight joining us, we have got an all-star cast, OG Levent, or uh, as uh, someone just called him in chat before, we've been joined by the one and only Mighty Ninja. <laughs> Ninja? Cranky mate, mighty, is it? Uh, Sarah Moore, how you doing, buddy? Howdy there, I'm all right. Ray Ray? All right there, lad. You're not feeling too good either at the moment, Ray Ray, so... Um, uh, I've been spending too much time in the glory hall. That's that's a problem. <laughs> Wait, if you lick fucking toilet seats, you're gonna get sick. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, Cairo, how you doing, buddy? Wagwan Madrilla. I have no idea what you just said. Yeah, don't worry, you know, just the road man. Sorry, uh, pass, pass. That's right. <laughs> kids, kids talk. Welcome, uh, everyone. Um, it's okay, gonna be a very, very. Time. Sorry, what? What was that? I don't know if someone spoke. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's going to be quite a big podcast, guys. Not only did we have the uh, Experimental Patch 1.12 drop, uh, but we've got a couple of big topics to talk about tonight. Um, a lot been happening in the DayZ community. Uh, we saw the shutdown of creators, um, uh, partly uh, uh, possibly due to two of our guests tonight, um, Cairo and Ceramore, but we will come back to that later. First up, we are going to be talking to uh, a repeat guest, Uncle Ray Ray and OG Levent. Guys, how are we doing? I'm all right, pal. How are you doing? Not bad. Just been all right, yeah. Just getting there, you know. Ray now Fortnite. I'm Ninja. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Ray Ray, how's your stream team going, buddy? Ah, it's not bad. I mean, I'm getting people um, asking us to join all the time, which is a, a good thing, because initially I thought after the, the first wave of hype where everyone joined, it would sort of taper off, but I'm still getting people inquiring, wanting to join and stuff, and I'm trying to obviously only invite people that I know of personally. I just don't want any Tom, Dick and Harry sort of turn up and getting invited to the team. So yeah, it's going all right. I mean, everyone seems to be doing well. We had a couple of people hit affiliate status through um, support from the, the stream mm -hmm. team, which is always good to see, and everyone seems to be getting on well. And there's no drama, which is surprising, because considering I'm the one who's running it. <laughs> but the, 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 one of the things um, I, I said before the show started, because Mark and Cairo have been in here for a while, and I actually gave yeah. you a big shout-out, um, and I called um, your stream team mate. It's like um, the home for all the others that the Daisy community rejects. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's part yeah, of I mean, why you guys are on today, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, especially for the bigger sort of stream teams, I feel like it's harder for people to get noticed and get onto those teams without being sort of like pulling in good, um, good viewership numbers. Yep. So to give them a platform to sort of network with other streamers of their size, it's going to be beneficial to people to grow. Because there's a lot of... Um... <clears throat> Oh, I don't. I don't even know uh, the word to use to describe it, but there, there's a lot of clicks um, out there with some of the um, yeah. various communities, isn't there, Ray? Yeah, I, f I feel like what often happens is the low. I mean, even though you're in a stream team, the low lows host each other, um, and they'll never sort of filter the the the, the um, host down to people who probably need it more. If I was a person that was pulling say 30 viewers, and I'm hosting someone who's got two and a half thousand, it's not going to really make a difference to their life mm. where we where we see someone with one view and you hosting with 30 i think that's going to make a big difference to their stream long term so i always what i'm working on at the minute is i normally host the stream team for one one stream and a random person who's got low viewers for the second one so i sort of alternate between the two because i feel i feel like people fall into the trap where they've got a stream team and they just continuously host each other and they yeah. don't really scope out outside of that, and that's where the, the clickiness comes from, where everyone's just ho hosting the same names over and over. And but it, but isn't that part and parcel of um, having a stream team, OG? That you know you, you you're banding up with those people, and they're obviously going to be your preference. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. I think like um, I'm on board with what you said about the about stopping that sort of gatekeep as well, uh, yeah. and sticking with people that are on your level um it's probably the best thing that people can do especially with, with how twitch works and just content creation in general how it works um and as well like ray ray's stream team is just full of nut jobs like me so <laughs> it's just sarah <laughs> moore are you part of a stream team <laughs> oh no no not right now um i've always yeah i've always thought you know it was kind of weird to just have this little circle of people to support. I, I really like just kind of running into random people and running with them, realizing they're streamers and being like, hey, let's throw it to this person. And I think that's a fun way to do things. So I've never really engaged with that side of Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's like two ways of going about it, really. You can either like be in a stream team where like be around a, a tight knit group of streamers or content creators who a similar in play style to you and um you know you get on with them and you can kind of share your your community around with each other and it can work really well but then you can also be on the other side like what sarah moore was saying about just being open not really caring and meeting whoever you whoever you can and then just taking it as you go really uh it works both ways what about you marks um, is there much of this in the youtube community uh not that i've seen no um there isn't there's never been really a place where you could even host people on YouTube. I know there is something now, but it's still, I think, kind of work in progress. Um, so no, you're just links. kind of... Go on, Kerr. It's all just links, isn't it? So like if, let's yeah. say, my boy Mark's streaming, for example, and I'm streaming at the same time, and uh, I end up ending, I can just go, all right, this, this other Daisy streamer is thinking to click the link, go to this Mark's, you know, so on and so like that. It's not really like host or anything like great like that, but yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's still good. It's, it's a good community. See, we've got uh, Miss Boo uh, saying in chat here, uh, teams are good, but announcing to large masses whether they dislike them is the problem, using interactions in-game. Um, and I 
personally haven't seen a lot of it. I've heard of it. Um, but there is some tribalism between some of the string teams out there, is what I'm hearing, Marks. Yeah, it seems that way. Um, I always prefer just kind of randomly finding people or different uh, stuff like that. A stream team can be good if you're small, especially, but um, I don't know. I think when you get bigger, you kind of you can kind of end up hosting the same person over and over again if you're just in a, a stream team and you can kind of get a bit kind of boring after a while. Yeah, repetitive, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, like, I think a lot of people join them um, purely to gain from them and don't contribute a lot. Um, uh, Uncle Ray Ray, you know, there's people yeah. who just join them and they don't provide any value and all they're there for is, you know, in your stream team, um, you've probably got people who are just sitting there hoping that you're going to raid yeah. them because you get you get good numbers, mate. You know, and if Ceramore yeah. was to join a stream team or to start one, people would join his just in the hopes they're going to get big numbers coming from him. Yeah, but if, if someone's offering nothing to the team and I see that, I'll never host them because I feel like they haven't given anything beneficial to the, the other members of the stream team, so why should I be helping them out? It's, well, you, you've got to help the other people out as much as they help you out, otherwise it doesn't work. And that's what a lot of people have got to remember, Sarah Moore, is that even if you join a stream team, you've still got to put the work in. It's not going to be an instant guarantee to success, is it? You know, how long have you yeah. been streaming for, Sarah Moore? Oh God, off and on since 2014. And yeah, like I feel like I've seen a lot of, I've looked at a lot of stream teams and there's just a lot of names of people that I've, I've never really heard of. And I feel like there's not that many people I've seen in, in the Daisy circles that really engage with it. Like I'll, I'll see that, uh, you know, you got the Australian survivalists for lax and I go through that list and, um, there's a bunch of names that I've, I've never really seen pop up. And I know that you know, they don't exclusively just like host each other or anything. And it, it seems like uh, the, the the stream teams aren't really engaged with in like a very exclusive way in Daisy, at least. So it seems like, I don't know, kind of irrelevant to the way people uh, support each other, at least within this community. Probably the biggest and most successful stream team would be your Karma Crew. Um, yes, it's had some um, losses, but those guys um, are always playing together. In, in terms of a stream team that you know really looks out for each other, you probably can't give a better example than the Karma Crew. Mm, I think those guys are quite established, though, as well. Like, mm. if you, if you, you know, they, I think I can't fully remember who is in the Karma Crew fully, but. Um... Yeah, like those those guys have been doing it for so long, and they've probably got a game plan and what they would have to upload, and their schedules and their times. And I think uh, it just makes it a lot easier for them to all collaborate together and work together. Um, it's quite obvious as well because, like, when I'm looking on Twitter and I'm seeing people like uh, uh, when I see Minder and Topbreak, people like that who uh, are announcing that they're going live and playing together, it's within the minute. They're doing it so quick, and they're on. They're playing for hours, and yeah, I think people like that. I think they like it when it's just they know what they're gonna get. Um, so I think as well, having a game plan is a good is what makes those stream teams work really well. It's not just about setting up a a team on Twitch, inviting people, and then streaming and setting them to your auto host. I think you've got to really sort of do it as a team properly. Ray Ray, what's your policy in? Um... 
the human twitchipede for dissing other creators and um, stream teams? Um, I, I, I mean, I, as much as I'm a controversial channel, I try not to get involved in drama because I, I don't really give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what other people are doing. I don't give a fuck how they run their stream, what they're doing in their stream. As long as I do what I want to do, why do I care what they're doing? <laughs> like that's my philosophy. I really don't give a fuck about other people and um, what their dramas are. I'm just concentrating on myself. Yep. But you've been on the receiving end of some shit talking, though, haven't you? Well, yeah, it's it's a lot of um, he said, she said, though. Like, I've, I've heard from people that streamers have told other people to stop following me in the past, that I play the game not correctly, in inverted commas, that I, sh I, I would never get partnered at one stage. And I've, I've heard all, but again, again, it's just like whatever ducks back. I, I, I don't really care. I'm going to continue doing me and doing how I feel, see fit. A lot of people will tell me that I had to tone it down to get partnered, but I proved them all wrong. So, I'll, oh. I, again, I can just continue doing what I want to do. I don't really need to listen to the conjecture from other people that bear no relevance to me. And that's one of the things I love about um, you and Sarah Moore in particular, um, Ray Ray, is that both of you just play the game the way you like. Um, sometimes that upsets people, and we'll be coming onto yeah. that topic a bit later for you, Sarah Moore. Uh, but <laughs> I enjoy the fact that you guys pretty much don't give a fuck what people think of you. Well, this is the thing. Me and Sarah Moore in-game have had big battles where I've chased him through the multi-story with an axe in the darkness and he's murdered me from a gear. But that's in-game. I, I feel like a lot of times where you where you fuck someone over in-game, they take it personally into the in, out, out of the game into things like Twitter and stuff. And that's where all this whole drama stuff happens. I think people have got to separate what happens in-game to the person that's doing it. I, I don't necessarily mean, if, if someone fucks me over in game, it doesn't mean that I'm going to hate them. I, I don't really care, to be honest. It's just the name of the game. It's DZ. Yeah, like, um, what I think uh, makes DZ so incredibly special is the fact that you can be with somebody who's been like your friend for two hours and then they can just be a complete fucking asshole, raise their gun and be like, sorry, pal, I just want your shit and then kill you. And it's yeah. the fact that you can be just the worst <laughs> piece of shit, and anybody can, that makes, like, when you make a friend, it makes that part more special. And yeah. so, like, I think without the villains, without the, the fucking assholes that'll just wreck your shit, like, there wouldn't be any meaning to, like, uh, like friendships in Daisy. And so, like, yeah, I really enjoy the, the, the mix of, you know, villainy and kindness within this game, and it wouldn't be the same without it. And some people just seem to, you know, want to take away from the villainy and, like, yeah. uh, put restrictions on it, and I kind of disagree. Half-Blood in chat is saying, is there people that play in a way that they don't enjoy? And yes, uh, I, I've lost track of the amount of times, uh, Cairo, that I've heard uh, streamers saying in chat, you know, I'd love to be able to do something different, but this is what my chat like. Or, you know... Um, there's also the aspect that mm. once you start streaming, it restricts what you can and can't do. Like base building as a streamer, unless you're on a strict roleplay server, is a fucking nightmare, Cairo. I mean, the thing is, right, like, I mean, I get it to some certain extent. You know, you need to do what your, your viewers want. But personally, I mean, I, I do what I enjoy, right? So if I if I enjoy something, I know, say, uh, like writing content, right? If I enjoy doing that and, I, and other people enjoy it, sweet as. If you don't like me doing something... You, like you, it's your choice to stay or not. Right? I feel like I'm an entertaining guy. You know, people watch me. I'm a bit goofy or whatever it is. 
And I, I, I do that, even, even if I am just base building, you know, it's always been that way. But I don't feel like any streamer should feel like they should cater to their audience because your audience is there because you've already, if you start out doing what you do uh, uh, and not catering to your audience, they're going to stick around with you no matter what, in my opinion. Yeah. How bored would it be if everyone played the same way? No, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. It would be a big circle yeah. jerk of. You know, I, I'm playing on a scum server at the moment and um, we're, we're trying to go for a more interaction-focused one. And, you know, the usual thing of, um, you know, there's, there's a couple of guys on there who are quite KOS-y. Um, and I've had a chat to them and said, you know, try to step out of just shooting everyone uh, on site. But I've stressed to everyone else that if it wasn't for the KOS bandits, it's a big fucking circle jerk of people just standing around holding each other's dicks singing Kumbaya. There needs to be the threat of death yeah. from every fucking encounter. In DZ, the DZ latest way of playing DZ is to fucking go hunting, go down south, gear up, have battles down south and stuff. But everyone, if everyone did that, there would be like there would be no content. Even though I hate that word because it, it just I just don't like it. <laughs> there would be no content in the north. Like there would be none of this fucking fucking around, having fun, meeting new people, then pissing around. So as much as people think you should play DZ in one way, which to, to me blows my mind because it's a sandbox fucking survival game and you can do it however you want. Like if everyone played the same way, I think the, the game wouldn't be as popular as it is. And this is oh, where I find it so definitely. weird. This is part of where uh, the reason why I've got you on, Ray Ray and OG, is that there are a lot of people out there, and I've been guilty of this myself. Um, you know, I'm no fucking knight in shining armor, but there are people out there who can't accept that other people play different to them. And they, they there's a, a guy named Spud from Daisy Down Under. And when I was being a bit of a prima donna fucking drama queen, um, well, fucking I'm always a drama queen, according to some people, but... Um, I would. Uh, I, I. I was getting. I, I think some people were uh, stream stalking me and trying to fuck with me, and so be it. Um, but where uh, what I had to learn was that sometimes taking an L is just as good as taking a W in an encounter. You don't always have to win. Um, you know, I've heard stories of um, content creators who absolutely fume when they get killed uh, by another content creator because it ruined their storyline that they were going for with their character. And that, to me, is just mind-boggling, uh, Marks. I, I can't understand that. You know? You... It's a narrow if... way of thinking, isn't it, really? No. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. Like, if you get killed by another content creator, just move on. Get over it and just get back to your story again. It's not that difficult. You can get loose again pretty I just, easily. I still... The, the six years that I've been playing Daisy, I think... I am still completely, completely blows my mind to this day just how like simple minded people can be when they think about the way the game should be played. Like, there are so many survival games out there. Like, it started off with like Miscreated, and there was, uh, there's games like, uh, Rust as well, which is ridiculous for toxicity. But even those games, their players and their communities have an understanding that in that game, you cannot have it your way. And it's, however the community want to play it, however you want to play it. Yes. For some reason, I I don't know if it's just down to the demographic of DayZ, but it just seems like everyone who, or most people, sorry, who that I've seen who are, who are into content creation um, have has had some sort of issue with another player uh, judging them for how they play or how they should be playing because they didn't have it their way. 
Uh, and it's still, it just confuses the hell out of me because I don't understand why it's Daisy in particular. Um, it's like there's a root of it. Some, there's a root for it somewhere. Not, it comes back it to what Ray Ray talked about when the first time we had you on the show, mate. Um, I'm disappointed yeah. you don't have your um, webcam on and your little whiteboard to show us your um, <laughs> explanation of the Daisy players. But there are elitists. Yeah, well, there is a DSA elitist, but what's even worse that that fucking that that triggers me is when you have these guys that run around in the spawn towns murdering people and fucking with people, and as soon as you do it to them, that's when the problem occurs. They don't mm-hmm. they like doing it to other people, but they don't like having it done to them. Which yeah. to me, like, I've been fucked over more times than than anything else, and I, I because I you've, you've got a reputation, I, you've got a target on your back, yeah. like Cairo. I, I, Cairo I, I, fucking I, I, targeted I, I, you. I just shot him. I just, him as soon as I heard his voice, dude, I was like, fuck this, nah, I'm good. That's like, that's like the name of the game, though. If you're going to dish it out, you've got to take it. Yeah. I mean, we went back and forth a few times. It was quite fun, to be fair. Yeah. I, mean, I love it. put in the chat. See, the thing is, right, with me, right, I, I agree with you should play the game how you want to, right? You should. This comes down to me and, my, me and Sarah Moore issue, right? So the thing is, I don't have an issue about the base. The base wasn't mine, right? The base wasn't mine. We'll come, we'll come back to that later. We'll come back to that one later. We're yeah, still... But, um, yeah, just want to explain why sometimes you can go over the top with shit, even if you are playing it a certain way. It can affect other people, and I'll go into that a little bit. Yeah, more later, we'll but. come back to that one when we talk about creators. But yeah, there there are a lot of people, Sarah Moore, who and you, you're a bit the same, mate. You play a crazy style as well. You you you've um you know a bit like Lax Hawthorne as well. Um, uh, ben Fruit, um, guys like you are putting a target on yourself. People hear your voice. You know, you two, um, Lax and Ben, are all very well known um, as you know, basically um, uh, trolley shit posters in the game. You know, Lax does his thing where um, he's perfectly uh, healthy, but he'll tell uh, the other person that he's almost dying. He's not fucking limping or anything <laughs> like that. But that's just you know, you're putting a target on yourself, Sarah Moore. How do you deal with that? Yeah. I, I I love it. I love the the fact that whenever I walk up to somebody, there's like a good seventy five percent chance that they're gonna go, "That's yeah, fucking Danny," and then shoot me in the face. And so I gotta I gotta figure a way around that. And I've got like a couple strategies. I'll I'll change my voice. But yo, dude, your name's Rob, man. Hey, how you doing? Like if I really <laughs> need something, like, dude, yo, can I just grab a bite? <laughs> and there's all kinds of you know. I, I love. Uh, acting as a villain and and uh when it comes to like judging other play styles i the thing i fucking love about daisy is that yeah that you can do literally anything like there's a lot of people that get very upset about um people that go down south or up north i guess depending on the map and then come back to the spawn areas with like full gear and just murder everybody and they go like that's just that's not daisy that's no good and i'm like i mean you can judge them you'd be like oh that's a dick move but i would never want to like ban those people or remove them from the servers or give them a talking to because i think that the fact that you can like do anything is what makes this game so special it's what captured me originally just the the ultimate like complete freedom to it and um i i i, I hate like seeing uh, restrictions i've seen a couple of servers where they, they started having rules about you know okay you can kill it's a pvp server but if if you're near spawn areas shooting freshies like we're gonna we're gonna have to do something about that and i I think that's a silly thing because 
when you're you have power you always have power in daisy you can grab a sledgehammer you can go get that guy with the m4 you can you can round up a bunch of people and you know form a mob and i i've done all these things when there's been you know geared people in normal areas and i think that that people just kind of some people default to complaining whenever they they get got instead of like trying to puzzle away uh to to make it out on top and I, I wish people would be a little more open-minded with the game sometimes instead of just... Terramore, this comes back to someone you and I know uh, very, very well, and that's um, a guy who, um, I don't know about you, but to me, he is um, probably one of the gods of DayZ, even though his channel never blew up the way it should have, and that's Vigilante Gamer. Um, and he was, you know, some people would argue he's a bit of a elitist the way he played DayZ. Um, you know, he was more a lone wolf and a you know survivalist, um, um, but also a Fucking outstanding tactician. When it came to Daisy Tactics, there aren't many better than him. And if you check out his YouTube channel, um, he's got some of the best guides um, to Daisy. But um, he he did videos about why um, uh, KOS is is necessary in the game, uh, and that bandits. You know, I think one of his biggest ones was bandits aren't ruining Daisy. You know, that video is probably seven years old. Um, and, you know, this is a guy who didn't play as a bandit. He sometimes would. He mixed up his play style. But he was a purist of the game. Yeah, you know, he loved the tactical side of it. But he also understood the need for differing play styles. And I, I just, I struggle, Marks, with why some people can't grasp that other play styles complement theirs. You know, I, I got held up by R. Diddy, um, Ben Fruit, and someone else. I, I always come back to this story. And to this day, I still remember that interaction. You know, I generally play Mr. Nice Guy on a server, Marks, but they fucking robbed me, and they took bucket everything. And my God, was I salty. But I look back now, and it was one of the best moments I've ever had in Daisy. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't, I don't understand it, why people just, you know, they hate it or they don't like it or people are saying you should be banned for it and this and that. It's just... Play the game you want to play the game. Somebody's doing something else and they're playing the game a different way. Who cares at the end of the day? It's a game. For the longer, I, I think. I you know, you can play it whatever way you want to. I remember playing a server <laughs> and they started going, you can only hang around in the spawn areas for 30 minutes because you're murdering too many people. After 30 minutes, you have to go south. You have to go south. And I was like, fucking bullshit. I was like, I'm not playing that server anymore. Like, what is the point of dictating to people how you play the game? 30 minutes in the spawn zone, like, why is there a time limit on it? I don't understand. Yeah, That's I think as well is like, if people, if there was really a, a right way of playing the game, then why are the mechanics of the game not linear? Why is it such an open world? It, it's, it's literally being served on a silver platter in front of you. The, the game is there to be explored and to be experimented with. I think the, be... the thing is as well, though, if you've got someone murdering people in the, in the spawn areas, then you have, like, these sort of, like, fucking... Um, <laughs> like these timelines that that'll happen, where you'll have a bunch of fresh spawns and they'll, they'll all team up and they'll say we'll go and kill this guard guy. So there'll be four or five of them teaming up, and maybe from that they'll go on an adventure or whatever the fuck they do, which they wouldn't have, wouldn't have had if they hadn't had the band together to kill a guy in the spawn area. So I yeah. feel like people sort of overlook the fact that it's given them something to do. Yeah, Daisy really needs like a. I think it's important that people uh, come into Daisy with the mindset of it being spontaneous, and that you can't yeah. just, you you cannot play Daisy with a plan. You can maybe assume what you want to do, like 
spawn in, run to Cherno, go to Bloater, go to Northwest, go back down, shoot a load of people. You could do that, but there's nothing to say that you're going to die halfway and have to do the whole thing again. Yeah. You can't go in with that mindset, and that's what causes disappointment in people. What so. what and and Meta's form like Sarahmore, you're old enough to remember Douche Rocks near Cami. Um, yeah, <laughs> and you know what what would happen though? You would you would learn that people would camp fucking Douche Rocks, and you would play accordingly. You know, if you if you ran down that fucking road. You were asking for it. As sucky as the gameplay was, and it was pretty fucking sucky, you know, high-geared guys who'd been up to the Northwest Airfield, got their fucking um, awesome gear, and then come back and just snipe freshies. But if you were stupid enough to run down the fucking road towards Electro, you deserved what you fucking got. If you were clever, you went and got a fucking shovel and tried to knock those motherfuckers out, didn't you, Sarah Moore? Exactly, exactly. And, like, that's that's something that I kept seeing um, for a bit, on uh on the like the the day one Livonia servers back when they were super popular, I'd see a lot of a lot of people complaining in the discords or or in other places saying like, God, I just can't make it down south. Like I just I just uh, I just keep getting killed by these freshy killers and these guys an M4. But then like um like sometimes I would see a certain streamer saying that, uh, and then I'd I'd watch their their perspective just to be like, all right, so what happened here? And it's always like, oh, I hear gunshots. I'm going to run straight towards them. I'm not going to try to, because it's so easy to stick to the shadows in DayZ. It's so easy, even if you're like in a, a war zone, there's two groups having a huge fight in the town. You can, you can sneak, you can crawl through the shrubbery. You can, you can get out of there. There's, there's so much soft cover. There's so many places to duck into and hide. It's, it's incredibly easy if you really put your mind to it to avoid these situations and just kind of like, slip down south into the more inland quieter areas but i find that a lot of people kind of uh just like a moth to a flame just start yes. walking towards the gunshots and then they I'll get shot and then they go oh they keep shooting me why do they keep shooting me and it's like you could have avoided that like just try a little bit you don't want to though let's be honest as soon as i got gunshots, like, as as gunshots like tea time <laughs> <laughs> Straight to it, and that's it. Yeah, ultimately, uh, Kyra, it comes down to the decisions you make as to what generally why you end up in the situation you end up in. These people who get butt hurt when they die, um, it's yeah, you know, it's I, I, I get, I get, um, um, you know, they call me a loot whore. Um, I get thumb in bum, mind in neutral, and I'm always looking for the next juicy piece of loot that I'm going to find. And then I forget that there may be other players on this server with me. I'm playing a fucking MMO game, and I forget there's other players to worry about. And the next thing I get a you are dead screen. And after I get over the um, uh, saltiness of dying, it's because I was running in the open, I was standing still too long. All those little things that you just don't see the the bigger PvP players uh, do. You know, they're constantly moving. They're mm. Yeah, I forget that, and it's my own fault, Cairo. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm the same. Obviously, you guys, if you haven't don't know who I am, is I'm pretty much PvP based. And that's like my that's like my content. I you know I understand to move, bob and weave. You know, stay tree line. Don't don't go across fields unless you're absolutely certain. That type of that's type of deal, or you're feeling a bit ballsy. So I, I go to for shots all the time. And don't get me wrong, I have my sorty moments when I when I get shot at and I die and I've lost a lot of gear or something, or like I'm holding base building supplies that are vital. I'm like, oh, for fuck, you know what I mean? Like it's just it does. Yeah, you do get them, but usually it's just like, all right, respawn back again. It's, it's standard. But some people, I don't know, like they'll hear shots. And I'm like, oh, let's go to these shots, see what we can do. And then when they die, they just start smashing their 
smashing their PC or something, dude. And it's like you need to like, if you don't want to do that, if you if you, if that's not, if that's not your thing, don't go to shots. Get a base setup. Do something productive. I don't know. Or you know, if you if you do go to shots, just be prepared to die. Like that's just the way it is. Yep. Exactly. I've never yeah, built a base in Daisy either. It's never really? interested me, but yeah, no, no, I've never interested on, uh, on a bridge. Took over a whole bridge in Livonia, built a massive base. That was, that was insane. I think the closest thing I've ever done to building a base in Daisy was um, back when barrels were first ever were, were fully integrated and working well with persistence. Um, I helped run a server, and it was a PvP server, and I used to store load of gear that I find at Northwest at the the bridge near Vibor. Um I used to store it mm -hmm. all in a bush near there. And that was the that's the closest thing I've ever done to base building is just storing a oh. gun in a barrel. It just doesn't um it doesn't feel right for me personally base building. Do you raid bases? I've not I've not raided a base that's like defended by like a wall uh, and, and like jumped over it or you know anything like that. But I've I've definitely found like tents in in the woods, and I've pretty much robbed them of everything they've got. Um, I'm got a tension span. I'm literally just want to murder as many people as I can. My playstyle for for those who don't know for in Daisy is usually it is just get in the game. Maybe for the first ten minutes, I'll I'll run around the coast and see who I can meet and mess around with. Uh, usually hostile. And then I'll uh, I'll just go up north, get gear, and just travel around as much as I can until I die, and that's it. See, uh, Miss Blue saying in chat, what point having guns in base though? See, I I I you know I'm like that big fat old fucking dragon that likes to be curled up inside its cave, um, looking at all of its loot and um, all the rest of it. Me, I love that. Um, yeah, I love having a good, well-stocked base and. Uh, running back to it and you know knowing I can gear up again, um, but at the same time I love servers that um, don't have that you know like day one and stuff like that. Not that I play on it a lot, but um, there's there's so many different ways to play Day Z, and each of them creates opportunities. Whether you know if you if you're not a base builder, you might become a professional base raider, um, and bases um, always uh, attract attention as well. You know whether it be door campers and um, stuff like that, you know, there's always something happening around bases. I think bases are kind of um, like having gear on bases for when you die. And it, it, I think it kind of depends on the server as well. If you're in like a really, really high PvP server, you just want to run back to your base as fast as you can, get another gear set and try and go after the guy you've killed that has your gear and try and get revenge again. But, yeah, you know... Like... It... Oh, sorry. No, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I feel like it changes the, the like... Uh the vision of Daisy quite a bit and turns it far more into a competitive experience than like a kind of goof around, have a spontaneous adventure with a spontaneous person sort of thing. Much like Rust, like in Rust, you don't really interact with other people uh, spontaneously. You've got your group and you're warring with other groups and that's the, the entire thing. And when you introduce bases to Daisy, oftentimes it makes people very, um, like it really, it really puts people in a box. You've got faction versus faction, mm -hmm. and you don't have the the weird random encounters that you used to get in uh, like classic Daisy. But look at the um the oldest um and original community server, Daisy Underground. Its whole premise is around factions. 
Plus, you've got a good smattering of lone wolves and players just roaming. But, you know, it, it's horses for courses, ceremony. There's different um, servers that, to cater to everyone's playstyle. And, you know, again, this comes back to what we've been talking about. Some people need to realise that, you know, if you're joining um, a server, you need to um, accept the culture that that server has and not try to make it what you want it to be. Yeah, Ray Ray, you've got to accept that organic role play. Oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> I've got no problem with, you know, uh, servers with bases and, and what have you. Um, the only problem I have is that there's a lot of these faction war servers with bases and all that, that when you really deeply engage with the base rating mechanics, uh, you end up getting a lot of people kind of gunning for you, gunning for your head. So full disclosure, I'm currently banned from Daisy Underground. Uh, I was also banned from Baby Nades' Island. Uh, I was also briefly banned from Karma Crew, all for raiding bases within the confines of the rules. Because what tends to happen on servers with a lot of bases, community servers, is when you hit too many bases, people get very upset about their loot being touched, about their stashes you know, being taken. And uh, they will form a campaign to get rid of you uh, more often than not. And I see this on pretty much every community server that I've ever base rated consistently on. Um, and that's kind of disappointing to see within like the Daisy community because official servers are, you know, to help like trash places full of hackers and dupers and uh, i will say that some community servers um some of the some factions do get butt hurt when uh the tables get turned on them um i've been raided myself and i got very butt hurt about it um you know i was running a trader faction and one of the bigger factions came along and took fucking everything um and i got very upset about it but um i got past it and again you know i look back at it now and it was one of the more um um <laughs> intense moments of my um daisy playing uh, time you know oh, boy, yeah, boy. <laughs> spuds in chat the guy um in charge of the server that i got raided on he's calling me the king of butter um, me and marks got raided didn't we marks yes we, sorry, we, yeah. well, the whole squad and I, what was our response it was just like oh well we knew it was gonna happen that was it like we yeah. weren't the thing is if you get raided it's not it's not an issue you know you can always yeah. build loots there you know it's not it's not an issue for you we just took it on the chin we're like sweet as i mean I don't think any of us were like, oh, fuck this. You know, like, you know, we didn't bring it. Like, it wasn't, wasn't an issue for us because raiding is part of the game. I mean, you just, you just learn to live with that. And that's just, that's just the way it is. But um, uh, we have been raiding bases all week. Oh, yeah. We're pretty, we're pretty bad. We, we, like, we were, we're one of the bad. richest clans on that server. with millions of dollars in rubles and they were just, everything they, was they, gone. They and we, did, we didn't really us. care. Yeah. They even offlined us. So, which was, and we weren't even angry. Yeah. We just laughed. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. We're like, we'll just get it all again. Be fine. See, um, says really, really if you don't have a base, boys. I like what's yeah, being big, um, big said in chat here. Ceramore has had uh, more rules written due to his rating than any Daisy player. I think part of the issue comes down to um, the fact that uh, Daisy has quite a few little bugs or exploits, um, unintended game features, sorry, um, that um, can be done to raid bases, you know. Um, there's one that's quite legendary on um, Daisy Down Under, Stairway to Heaven, uh, where guys um, would stack um, planks or doors and jump up on them and get into the air. And, um, you know, you've seen servers where people place garden plots and use them to get over the top of walls and things like that. Like, how did you do the base raids, um, Ceramore? So when I was on Daisy Underground, I was very, very cautious to 
look over the rules as clearly and concisely as possible. I, I even I talked with the admins whenever we were doing something like we do player boosts and all that. And I would message the admins and I would say, hey, is this a, is this a valid thing to do? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's that's all good. Yeah, you can do boosts. You can do jumps. You can, um, uh, you know, crawl on top of fences and whatnot. And um, they basically the, the rule of thumb was if it's like a realistic way to access a base and not something very, you know, strange, like clipping through a door or what have you, then it's it's a valid thing. And so what happened on uh, Daisy Underground in particularly was there was a, a fence that um i have a picture of this fence too if you'd ever like to take a look i can uh put that in the general chat share your, um, just share your screen mate oh yeah let's see let me uh grab that real quick just imagine being a server owner and having sarah Moore join and join discord or teams people that are when he's like hi i just want to know um what are the rules for raid <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go again just a moment. If you build a base, or shouldn't you expect it to get raided? Like, I don't understand the fucking mental. Yeah, yeah, you should. Either. Like, I think. Yeah, so, I agree. I made a write-up about the Daisy Underground ban uh, because a lot of people were asking me about it, so I had this explanation. So I went through and I, I got an explanation of like what you can do, what you can't do. Uh, that boosting is allowed. I mean, I even went back into like old Reddit posts just to get like the the precedent of the rules and what have you. And uh, so what we did was uh, we had somebody crouch here and then kind of like lift them up and then you crawled under this gap. And it's a, you know, you can see this is for scale here. Um, this is a human being. You could fit like three people in this gap right here. And so we crawled over that because after asking all the questions, after going over all the rules, um it seemed very kosher to do so and of course here's the fence that we've all crawled under a thousand times in daisy a smaller gap than the one above this fence right here mm. and so we did that and uh it wasn't the when we raided this base that they got after us it, it ended up being uh we went to another base where one of the admins happened to store a lot of loot and coincidentally after that other raid that's when they started piling up evidence against us. Uh, scroll, can you scroll down a little bit? Oh, yep. What's Dr. Deesing um, saying there? No, it was the issue when you went prone to roll and get pushed by a fellow player because there was not enough room to get through the gap. What's he talking about and, there? Oh, yeah, we have uh, <clears throat> an example here, too. One last thing I'd like to touch on is uh, I have this clip of exiting the base. No. There's nobody behind me. No, um, oh, oh, thank God. Okay. I crawl straight forward, it's nobody like pushing cave. me, no yeah, glitches. I go straight out of the, the large gap. And uh, it all seemed very normal, valid, kosher. But still, after raiding the base that an admin had used is when this same admin is the one that goes and cuts up my stream with 30 clips going like, you know, oh, were they exploiting here, glitching here? And it seemed very biased, in my opinion. I love Daisy Underground, man, but I can't, I can't see the issue here. I can't. Yeah, I don't see an issue. No, me neither. Realistic. I think as well is you know what one thing that is a bit weird as well is how base building uh, and having a base in Daisy. I think people are, uh, are going about it wrong when they lose their gear because it's kind of like they're seeing it as their end game objective has failed to have a base that lasts ages and it's not like that I, I think that having a base and storing your gear 
is only something to do to keep you occupied while playing the game. At the end of the day, Daisy hasn't actually got an objective, so everything that you do is just to keep you occupied and won't be permanent, you know? So... Um, I reckon... I reckon... I, I, I don't do the... that just... Sorry, mate. I, I reckon... I mean, I don't do the base build and shit. I don't raid bases because, like I say, I haven't got the patience for it, but, like, if it was me and I was building a base, my first reaction, if my base got raided, would be going crying to an admin. It would be to try and get no. the stuff back and raid someone else or yeah. raid... raid uh, get... um. Revenge. So, like, Saramo yeah. yeah. <laughs> was saying earlier about him, about them banning him because he was raiding too many bases and they didn't like having their base raided. If if that was the case, then what? What? Who say I can't just join that server and be like, I don't like spawning in without an M4 or an AK. So can you give me one, please? Because at the end of the day, it's going against the whole point of the game. And um, sort of we just need to be cognizant of one thing as well. No one from Daisy Underground is here to provide their side of the story. Knowing Ceremore, yeah. uh, you probably push the boundaries in um, in in ways that, um, uh, as I said, you know, someone in uh, chat said, there's been more rules written to stop you raiding. Archie Stormcloud was another guy who used to um, um, come up with uh, lovely ways of raiding bases, but yeah. Um, I'm certain I'll hear from someone from Daisy Underground with more information on this, so we might have to look about getting you back, Sarah Moore. Uh, but that said, on on the surface, it 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 yeah, we've kind of gone off uh, the topic a bit, but yeah, there's there's rules, and then there's having too many rules. Um, one of the problems I think a lot comes from you know people who are good at rating. Um, one of the problems I had back when I was playing on Daisy uh, Down Under was I, I didn't raid bases, so I didn't know how to build a base to defend against raiding. Um, and it wasn't until I started learning how to raid that you realise there are so many ways that aren't even exploits or glitches. Like, I remember locking a building down and thinking that the glass, um, uh, which had bars through it, wasn't able to be jumped through. No, you could just walk through it like it doesn't exist because of the way Daisy is set up. And there's, you know, I remember talking about it and some people were really, really upset about the fact that that was allowed. And it was kind of like, well, you know, what, how, how are admins meant to monitor people building um, you know, a ramp, um, a, a watchtower, and then jumping through a glass window? They, they, they can't. Unless they're there in um, admin mode, they're not going to know what's happened. So, you know, you've just got to, my advice to people who love base building is start raiding so you can understand the weaknesses of your own base better. Because if you don't, people like Ceramore, um, Cairo, they're just going to dominate you. Ooh. <laughs> I like that word, dominate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Daddy. <laughs> I, I know Riri will say something about it. It's in his dominate. Yeah, I, I find the uh, the back and forth between like um, base raiders and base builders constantly, you know, having kind of an arms race to figure out what little bit can be. And I use this word not in the, you know, explaining the game way, but like the security flaw that can be exploited to get into a base. I think that's one of the most fascinating things about base rating is finding the weird jumps that you can do, finding the the interesting areas where you can uh, kind of speed things along and not do the, you know, two hours of hitting the wall with an axe. Um, and... I think a lot of, um, sorry to cut you off, but I think a lot of people 
try and look for that flaw or that way to get in as well because you don't want to waste materials if you can save more materials by you crawling under something or being able to hop through a window or something like that you're going to save yourself more stuff so then you can raid another base maybe later on that same day or something like that and you can just kind of keep going um i think that's why a lot of people do as well they're just always trying to find a way to save either it's c4 or sledgehammers or anything like that and just getting quicker as well yeah and i feel like there's certain groups that you know see those types of things instead of like thinking oh we should have thought about that that bit that we missed like this wall that was too close to a fence so they could make the hopper or, or what have you and instead of thinking like oh we should we got to go back to the drawing board we got to tighten up security we got to make this even harder for these people they just kind of complain and, and go well was that a valid thing for them to do i'm not sure maybe we should remove this person from the server and i see that a little too often i feel on on several different servers part of the issue where a lot of the butthurt comes from though uh uncle ray ray is the engine i'm not talking about the servers where you start with 100k rubles and you just go to the trader and buy a car and fill it full of trading stuff and go build a base but on your more uh vanilla style servers it's a lot of effort that goes into building a base and then to lose it all from one little glitch or exploit that you weren't aware of. Um, yes, you know, you're responsible for what you know, making sure you do have the knowledge and information, but that really triggers a lot of people, Ray Ray. Well, I can, I can understand that, but my, my view would be if you're going to get that upset about losing stuff, don't build a base in the first place. Yeah. Just don't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Simple. Like if you're gonna if you if you're gonna if you're gonna put all your stuff and all your time and effort in one area and think, oh shit, if I lose this, I'm gonna be really pissed. Don't do it. Simple. Don't don't put yourself in the position to get pissed off. Yeah, it's just yeah. like oh, anything in Daisy, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. If, if, if something if something triggers you so bad, don't just don't do the thing that you know is gonna trigger. To me, the the adrenaline rush of Daisy, the thing that makes Daisy like get my heart racing, and uh, unlike any other game, is the fact that when when you die, you lose everything. You go back to you know uh, square one, and you you're you're just a fresh spawn. You have nothing, and that that's also the intensity I feel with uh, uh, bases. Like I, I do play Rust, and that is one of the worries when you're getting raided. It's like I don't want to go back to square one, but that's not like that's not a bad thing. I feel like a lot of people treat that as a bad thing, but I think that's what makes uh, Daisy so special and makes it so that you act realistically in firefights, unlike other games. You don't run and gun. You're careful. You're considerate because it's such a setback to lose, and that's what I love about it. And if there there are servers, there there's a lot of servers out there that put a lot of protections on loot in bases like they say okay you're allowed to raid but only take what you can carry uh don't break the boxes don't steal everything don't take more than 50 percent of the loot Um, don't do a malicious raid yeah exactly but i don't understand why loot set in a pile is so much more special than loot on your person if you shoot somebody that's your loot you can do you can throw it in the river for all you care but for some reason when you spend eight hours breaking into a base that's not your loot and you need to leave it and they need to be able to come back. And I disagree with that mentality. I think that's like antithetical to what Daisy has always been supposed to be. And I think it's disappointing that a lot of servers are kind of going in that direction of providing kind of these safe zones for loot. If it was me though, what I don't understand, like you say, if, if you're going to break into a base, why the fuck wouldn't you rinse it dry? Why, why exactly. Would you yeah. 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 I think it's part about, um, 
uh, you know, it, you've got to consider the admin side of things. I don't know how many of you guys have run a server, um, but yeah, I for for the admins, it's a, it's a constant delicate um, uh, balance of making sure that you know if when people come in and they destroy everything, it's heartbreaking for the players, rightly or wrongly. You've got to uh, just acknowledge the fact that it's going to be heartbreaking for someone to lose every single thing, like every wall destroyed, every container taken or destroyed. It's it's a case of why would you do that? Then it starts to become a bit mm. malicious and punitive, um, which is is you know, almost nasty to a, to an essence. Maybe on a role play server, if there was a war between the factions, you know they'd come in and destroy it all and leave a note. Uh, we warned you, but. In a general community, <clears throat> yeah, it, it it's probably going a bit too far to destroy every single little thing. That's what happened to me and Cairo when we got raided yesterday. The only thing that was left mm. in that base was the two walls that we built. The thing is, we weren't really bothered though, because it's no, that, we that server, right? You can get you can get loot fairly easy, right? It's not like a mm. it's not like a RP server or, 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 or like that sort of community of a server. You know what I'm saying? So mm. realistically, we weren't bothered by that no we weren't bothered no problem. so There's a risk with modding i'm afraid but everybody just there. yeah they take taken everything destroyed what they could and stuff you know and it is what it is you know i mean they didn't grief the base you know they didn't like destroy all the walls and be like because no. i feel like that's a bit malicious in my in, in my opinion uh, if someone goes out their way just to destroy a wall that they don't need to get into the basin or get out of the basin and just continuously do that just to dismantle someone's work and be an asshole then that's 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 different I disagree that that's being an asshole. I, I think that's just another part of Daisy calling why, back to what I said earlier. Why, why is that not being an asshole, bro? Please explain. Well, per, it's perhaps it's being an asshole, but it's being an asshole in a way that is uh, fine within the confines of the game. Like I said earlier, like sometimes you'll go on a run with somebody for two hours and suddenly they'll raise their gun and be like, sorry, buddy, and then shoot you in the face. And that's what I love about Daisy is the freedom. But for some reason, when it comes to building walls, people think of it differently like it, it's suddenly uh too much of an asshole move to tear down somebody's wall but it's fine to you know kill somebody on site and i don't think that there should be a discrepancy there i think that it should be the same thing no, there the should difference be is time freedom. with that dude the difference is time when you get loot right yeah you spend a few hours or whatever but when you're building a base especially on a server that has next to no nails if, you, if you're like if you're building the base and you're you're grinding for that i mean completely grinding you spend at least three days just getting your base up right and then someone goes out the way to take it down in two seconds of course they're going to be angry of course they're going to be upset and that's like that goes back to boydie's point about being an admin and running servers we have to, like when i run a server i have to deal with that on a daily basis that's why it's rules I feel and like if it can be taken down in two seconds, then you've done the, something the, wrong and you need the to reevaluate. The biggest issue that you guys aren't no. um, recognizing here is, and uh, Scale Speeder uh, said something about it in there. He mentioned offline raiding. And that, I think, is where a lot of the butthurt comes from. One thing Daisy yeah. doesn't have is a way to defend your base when you're not online. Like, if you're online, you rarely see people get butthurt if they're online and they're able to you know, fight with the attackers uh, and maybe they die and so on, then it's a case of, oh, well, at least we tried, we were there. But when you wake up, log on, and someone's jumped onto your base at, you know, two o'clock in the morning and raided everything when there was no one there to defend, that's where the emotion comes in. And Daisy needs to implement, um, <clears throat> whether it be a modder or Daisy itself, needs to implement devices that you can put in your base to make, uh, get to at least when you... Um, 
um, log in and see your base has been raided, but you see that you know your explosives or your booby traps have all been triggered to know that some of those motherfuckers died. Yeah, you know, it's one of the I'm playing scum at the moment. It's one of the things they've got is traps. And when you log back in, you get a notification that your traps were activated. Uh, and you sit there and you chuckle. Um, hey, 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 motherfucker, you tried to raid my base and you died. Um, yeah, yeah, like like landmines. Um, but yeah, that that's where the a lot of the butt hurt comes from. And I probably should have elaborated on that before, but it's offline raiding that upsets a lot of people. And we all know it happens. People, it's, it's generally a faction thing. These factions that will jump on at 2, 3 a.m. in the morning when they know there's only five or six people on the server. Um, not that you'd ever get that on um, day one these days. That thing's fucking full uh, 24-7, but they don't have bases. But yeah, when you're raiding offline, that's where a lot of the butthurt comes from. Like for you guys, Marks and Kyra, it must have been disappointing to, oh, we weren't even here to have a chance to defend. Honest, honest, that, that I mean, must, it was slightly. Yeah, yeah that was the only thing, I think. I didn't really feel anything, you know, like it was like, ah, oh, that's annoying. Oh, well, let's go, let's go and loot. Let's go and do something. You know what I mean? It yeah, wasn't. Well, I, think... I think what happened there was as well, we had kind of loot somewhere else in another place as well. So we didn't and that's lose smart. 100% of everything. We lost 95% of everything. Oh, yeah, had, we we still had some, we had some stuff still there. So we weren't 100% broke. And that's a that's very smart point that um, people who get raided and lose everything. Again, it's on you. Um, you know, I learned the hard way um, and we started to diversify. We would have a few bases and we would split up um, the resources between those bases um, so that if one of them got raided, um, particularly being a streamer, um, you know, you're showing the inside of your base. So people watch your stream. You know, yes, they're not stream sniping you, but they're gaining meta information just by watching mm. your stream. I've had raids done on my bases on Daisy Down Under where the exact path they took through walls led straight to what I called my vault which had all the best loot in it. So it was either purely coincidence or the motherfuckers have been watching my stream and knew right now this one, then this one, and bang, we're in. They did it through the minimal, you know, I had um, a maze of fucking paths set up in that. But yeah, so that that's probably um, the one thing that, you know, if you're doing offline raids, Foxy's saying in chat there, he's never been able to defend a raid in Daisy um, ever. Nobody online raids at all. Some people do, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah most raids on these faction there, servers happen there, offline, Cairo. Yeah, I mean, we we tried literally the, the the raid I've done from my recent upload. Right, we we literally told him he was in his base. We said, all right, after we start, we're gonna come raid you. We told him because we wanted an online raid, right? Uh, I mean, I do try to online as much as I can. There's somewhere I've just completely wiped. You know, and it's it's good. It's a good feeling. But sometimes you just can't. Like if you go to a base, say it's travel, you're traveling from, I don't know, say Vibor, for example, and then you go all the way to Severograd, right? You get there, there's a base, right? You're ready to raid. You, you know where the base is. You presume it's midday. You presume they're online. You get there, they're not yeah. online. What are you going to do? You're not going to turn around. You're not going to turn yeah. around and not raid them. Yeah, and, you know? and you know, times like that, that's per perfectly acceptable. It's when it's those, you know, 2, 3 a.m. in the um, uh, midnight raids and that when there's the server pops at its lowest and you sit there and you go, oh, I've yeah. done, I've, I've I've done I know a few people who's done that. Dude. I've done yeah. that, so I have to admit I... <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't the whole thing sort of hop back to just play the game how you want? Or if you yeah. if you want to move everyone in the spawn zone, do that. If you want to go south, do that. If you want to raid someone, absolutely wipe the fucking base clean, you can do it. If you want to be nice and leave <clears> some <throat> shit, you can do it. 
I don't, you I don't you chose that. to build a base. You chose to fill it full of loot. You chose to make an attractive target that people are going to target. Yeah. And Spud I said earlier in chat, you know, they used to have quite a few rules around raiding. Now they've limited it down to don't glitch, don't hack, otherwise have at it. Um, because it was just it just gets too much at times for admins. The more rules they have, the more butthurt people get. <clears throat> and also as well, the bigger the base, usually the easier it is to actually find a way in. Yeah, without using like C4 and yeah. like that, because there's always something that they'll leave out or they'll miss, and you can just get straight in. Spend some like time raiding if you're a base builder. Yeah. Spend some time raiding and speak to people who raid. You know, I had people reach out to me on Daisy Down Under, and they said, "Boy, this is the problems with your bases." And I used to reach out to the raiding factions when I was a neutral trader and say, "Come and look at my base and tell me what's wrong with it." And, you know, after I got a bit of a decent reputation as an uh, okay bloke, they would. They'd come in and say, here's your weaknesses. If I was going to raid it, I'd be going through here. And they, you know, they'd show me shit. And I'd sit there and go, I had no fucking clue. You could jump off of there and land on top of the wall. And it just became a learning experience for me. So in the end, it's, it's your own responsibility to make sure your base is as, um, as, as um, raid-proof as possible. But I think we've um, expanded this uh, topic enough and we've touched on it several times now. I think uh, we need to have a chat about why we've got Cairo and Saramore here because it is related to the conversation. So, gentlemen, um, there was a raid that happened on the creator server. Yeah, it was. Uh, so basically... Was it an offline so, raid? Uh no, I suppose not. But we we logged off, and there was only one left because it was like four in the morning. So it's quite, yeah, long story. But basically, let's 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 start from the beginning. So obviously, it actually started out with uh, me and Frankie basically, and Granny had a plans once the server opened, the crazy server, uh, to create uh, like a B and B for survivors to go there, get food, get warm, you know, just basically, you know, survive and help them. Uh, and we're like, sweet, you know, that's something cool. We'll, we'll give you a hand. So me and Frankie went over. We got loads of baseball and supplies and stuff like that. We, we helped her out. And uh, then Cerebor gets on the server. Uh, this is just after the the base got done. Like So it's, it's fully complete. Well, not, not fully complete, but, you know, it's, it's getting done. And the first interaction Cerebor's squad has with uh, with Granny is basically saying she can't build here. Uh, one of her his guys, I don't know who it was, but this is just coming from Granny, punched her. So she tried to run away and they shot her in the back. I mean... Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. You shot, it's, it's cool, but it's like, you know, that, that interaction there was a bit meh, okay? Uh, and obviously, we came out, we fought and all this, and we kept fighting. Um, to be fair, uh, we were clapping his whole squad for about four hours, I'd say. On, I'd admit, Yeah, about four, uh, and it was, it was early in the morning at this point, and me and my squad decided to log off. And when we logged off, that's when everything just started kicking off, really. I mean, it wasn't, like, kicking off. To be fair, honestly, Ceremore, I don't have an issue with how you raided. It's not my base, by the way, if you didn't know. I didn't put anything in there. Uh, well, nothing at all was, was mine. But, um, yeah, Ceremore, I didn't have an issue how you raided. You're playing a character well. You're doing good good stuff. I, I, I was enjoying it, honestly. Um, the main issue was the guy you were with. What's his name? Paulie. And I think you did tell him a couple of times uh you know to go, go downstairs i think you were clicking on that he was being a bit of an asshole which he he was he was being such an ass you can literally hear granny getting upset who's like the sweetest old old lady you'll ever meet in your life right and uh at this point i was in my bed watching it right you know comfy and i was i just felt horrible watching it, it felt it felt it felt like bullying honestly and i know it's a game and i know like like we go back to i'm ha i'm all for how people play i mean me and ray ray had our encounters 
you know, I, I love Ray Ray's content, for example, right? And and I feel like, yeah, you had your prick. Yeah, exactly. But we, we should play it how we want to play it. I agree. I totally agree. But when it comes to a point, okay, that the main issue uh, I had was Dab was in the chat, okay? And which I sent you screenshots, Boydy, uh, of his chat, of Sarah Moore's chat, of his own subscribers telling how uh, Paulie's an asshole. This is going too far. This is that. This is, and it's it's quite it's quite heartbreaking to watch if you actually watch the VOD because she's really sweet, right? And maybe maybe I'm more emotionally involved because I helped her for so long, and I, I don't know if that's the case. Um, but it just the way it was and the way it should have been. How it was a bit a bit iffy you know I, I didn't like it it was a horrible horrible experience to watch never mind what she was going through and once it was all done uh yeah once uh once all that was done it was just like okay and then frankie actually got to the base after it was all done after they've wiped it take it taken everything you know after paulie was basically uh accusing granny of hitting her and just bullying granny and just shooting next to her punching it you know it was quite quite horrible to watch and then Frankie came in. She was actually crying, like really crying. And that's when it, that's when I had enough. Like you know, like IRL crying, like not not not, not role playing, like genuinely crying, upset. And I messaged her, and so the reason she said it wasn't even about the loot. It wasn't about getting raided. It wasn't about this. It was about the behavior, the way the way they treated her. And it was honestly, it was horrible. It was it was fucking horrible. And uh, obviously, my boy's uh, my my boy ripped. Actually, said he went in Ceremon's chat, told him. Uh, that he made to cry and he's like oh what to make me feel bad or whatever he took no responsibility it was like i didn't mean to fair play he said i didn't mean to make him cry uh but you know it's daisy's daisy it should be played how we want and all this and that but you know any decent human being decent man even if you're making someone really up that upset to cry in real life you, you you deserve to message him all right you should you should message him in a private uh manner and be like listen i'm sorry it went too far uh it shouldn't have been like that i didn't mean for it to happen and at least acknowledged her being completely upset. Okay, right, and it... stop now. Um, you've said a lot. I want Sarah Moore because there's a lot to yeah. um, unpackage there. Sarah Moore, I'd like you to um, respond now, okay. mate. Okay, this is very interesting. Um, <clears throat> so my side of the story. We walk up to a base. We get into the server. We join the server specifically to raid a base because it was a low pop server and there's not much else to do. Uh, we hear this one in Yalavisco. We run into uh, my friend Peanut and uh, my friend Deadcode. And we do a really goofy, just the goofiest, like, hey, we're here to get some protection money. Hey, we want you to pay up. We want to come inside and take some of your boxes. What do you say? Bada bing, gabagool. You know, we're doing the dumbest mafia role play in the world. Granny gets shot because she starts running. I mean, you, you know, you, you shoot people that run. You know, they could be going for a gun. You don't know. Anyway. Uh, I have a couple things that I really want to touch on. For one, um, there was a lot of commentary about uh, uh, bullying an elderly lady. Um, I want to point out that Granny is not an elderly lady. She's uh, mid-30s, uh, probably early 40s, maybe. Um, if you look at her streams, you'll see that she's doing a character uh, on that day. The character is Granny, and... She doesn't actually sound like an old woman. She's putting on a voice. Um, and there's a lot of commentary like around this like elder abuse angle, but Granny was playing a character just like we were playing characters, and I think a lot of people missed that. Um, I'd like to mention a direct quote from Cairo 
when, when I, I came up to the base, I was doing a, a silly spy thing. I was going, hello, I am the Russian man, not the Italian mobster, basically. And, uh, and so I was just trying to have a fun, goofy dialogue with them. And this was the response I got from Cairo. Uh, he says, you know what's mad? You're just bullying a fucking old lady who wants to do something in the community because you think this is your content. You may be somewhat big, but your content is shit, mate. Shut up, clown. So at that point, I was like, oh, okay, that's how they're going to play it. They don't want to. Sorry, who said that? Who said that to you? Oh, that was Cairo. Uh, They said that to me. And uh, so I was like, all right, we'll have war then. And we had several times where we tried to open a dialogue and do a silly role play thing because um my mo and daisy has always been like i don't try to kill people on site i don't try to i I always give people an out like when i do a stick up i say all right i'm not gonna hurt you i'm just gonna take some of your stuff so we got down there and we're like hey you're some mafia we just want some protection money let us in let us take a few boxes and we'll be out of your hair right quick and uh they were like you know fuck off shit content what the fuck are you doing here um and so we're like all right then we'll have a fight sure and so we came back and we had a fight and uh they were rather upset about getting attacked but you know there there wasn't much else to do on the server there they, there was like about 12 people on at that time there was you know five or six people in that base and then there was us uh, you know we couldn't we didn't want to go down south and run into nobody do nothing so we're like all right we're having a little uh a little faction war and, uh, and I thought it was a fun time. It was very interesting. It seemed like they were having some fun. They were setting up lights so we couldn't see into the, the windows. Cool strategies. Anyhow, and then everybody logs off except for Granny, right? And Granny is still doing her character, her Scottish old woman character, which is, again, a, a character. She's not actually an old woman. Mr. Rips came into my chat afterwards and, again, hammered in on the old woman angle. She's not. She's a ra- relatively young woman. And it was very odd for me to see that. Uh, Granny was playing along the entire time. She was in character, and it seemed very much like a character. And it was like, you know, she was doing the, you know, I'll begrudgingly let you get our loot. And, you know, Polly was this random guy that I ran into while we were playing. I'd never met him before in my life. But he was doing kind of a mad dog, like, hey, Granny, I'm going to shoot you. You better you better stay in that room or, or you're going to get blasted. It was all a very goofy thing. Um and I did not see the issue with it whatsoever or, or, the, or the gravity of the situation as Cairo puts it, like as if I'm this horrible abuser or something. I, I find that to be a very strange thing to see. One thing I will say is I haven't heard anything from Granny on this. Um, is there any, anything from her? Because at the moment, like Cairo, I'll, mm. be, I'll be straight up. It's, it's, some people could say you're white knighting for her. Um, no, no, no. It's not. It's not. It's not even. Do we that, have? Right? Do I've we heard... have anything from her? Uh, her saying her. I mean, if you want to talk to her, I can. I can talk to her and get in, you know, contact with you maybe and speak on it further. But like I said, I didn't know. All right, first and foremost, I didn't know she wasn't an old lady. I genuinely thought that was like how it how it was. Okay, so, uh, okay, don't laugh, bro. All right, listen. So I was like, all right, so that's that's kind of. But old lady or not, like you're making a person cry. You know, I'm not white knighting at all. But was okay? she role playing? Uh, she. I mean, I think she was. I don't know. It's good. She does a really good accent. I don't know if she was role playing or not. You're gonna have to ask it yourself, okay? But the whole point of it was, right, that she was upset, like really upset. She wasn't. She, that wasn't role playing. I know that was not role playing, okay? And that's why I had an issue, and that's why I left the thing, okay? And uh, for him to be like, I don't know, it was like, oh well, Paulie was playing this cool character. It wasn't. He Paulie was being a asshole to to say it politely. Honestly, he was. 
And uh, yeah, no, I just the the whole thing was a Dab, bit. Dab in to chat watch. is saying she was legitimately in tears, out of character, as far yeah. as I know. That's what was portrayed to me, at least. Yeah, and that's why I had an issue, and that's why I left the uh, left the server. Uh, and I, from what I believe, I think Sarah Moore ended up taking the loot, ditching the car because it broke, and then ditching the loot. And I don't think he went back on the server after that. And then after telling him, he just doesn't. I, I don't think Sarah Moore takes responsibility. It's like it seems like everything he does is right. Nothing he does is wrong. Like he's getting banned from servers left, right, and center. Nothing he does is wrong. Okay. And you know what? I'm going to apologize for the comment. Because me saying your content was shit and basically calling your clown was out of order. I was just out of rage. I felt bad for Granny because she. I feel like she was getting upset, and I am going to apologize for that because that was out of order. I should. That's not me. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be saying stuff like that. And uh, yeah, so I, I said before the stream, I was going to apologize to uh, to you, uh, to Marks and all that. So they know for a fact that that's this isn't just like me saying it on the spot. I was actually planning to apologize to you. Um, but far as you not taking responsibility, I feel like Granny at least, honestly, if you just messaged Granny and like all your squad, not one of your squad messaged her, and just went, I'm sorry, you know, it shouldn't have went that far, or, you know, as a decent human being would, if someone's genuinely upset, okay, and you just went out your way, I wouldn't have this issue. I wouldn't, I wouldn't probably even be here in all, in all honesty. Terrible. I don't think I did anything wrong. Um, I think we had a very <laughs> silly... Uh, interaction and i think that the person we were interacting with perhaps she were upset out of character but while we were there everything that i saw from my perspective she was playing along in character and you know being a, a you know a, a, a reluctant hostage that's like yeah just you know the, don't don't take the loot in this room we're, we're like all right granny we're, we're not gonna take that we just want some of the guns and we're gonna hightail it out of here like we would do it like if you you could go back to the vod and see we were doing a, a silly thing it, it was kind of it seemed like it seemed very much like a back and forth yeah granny would would talk some shit and then we'd be like hey granny you gotta get back in that room all right we're gonna cap you hey we're the mafia and literally in that voice like i'm <laughs> the dumbest voices in the world it was a very silly situation that in game from my perspective there was no uh, sense of her being extremely upset or anything like that it seemed like a, a usual normal daisy interaction where somebody is like uh, maybe slightly peeved that you're taking some loot but we were very you know role play about it we were like all right, we're going to take like five boxes and then we're going to get out of here. Like they had a oh, huge base full of all sorts of stuff. And Granny had this medical box and she was like, whatever you do, don't don't take my medical box. And I was like, nah, don't worry, Granny. We don't need that stuff. And like, you know, we were playing along. It was like a whole back and forth sort of thing. And I thought it was very fun. I thought it was a very entertaining time. And um, I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I disagree completely that we did some grievous Act that we we need to apologize for. We're playing normal Daisy, okay. and it's I, not a I'm PvE not saying, server. It's not I'm a role play server. We do. I'm not, I'm not. I didn't say anything was when when you were doing it. Like I said at the start, you know, it was you were in character. You're doing your thing. I enjoyed it. You know, I did. And uh, you know, Peanut had his thing as well. Uh, the main person was Paulie. I feel okay, like so that's the what... random Polly that we brought in. Yeah, and, and we were doing a whole bit where like uh, that's because Polly was issue, being dude. very like uh, like. I want to shoot this lady. But we were doing a whole bit where he was like the mad dog. And we were like, hey, Polly's off the chain. Yo, Polly, get back down here. Get away from the lady. Huh? Like, it, it turned into yeah, a funny surely, thing. Surely you should realize. Like, you got screenshots from your chat of saying that Polly's an asshole, right? And surely if you if you read your chat as a streamer, you realize, okay, you know what? And you did. I feel like you did a little bit and you tried to take him out of the situation. 
because he was he was and you felt like that as well maybe you might not admit it but he, he was okay and everyone who was watching could probably say the same thing about Paulie but my issue with you honestly is the fact that you know uh, uh, you made someone else cry uh, yeah it might be over a game okay but you know a decent human a decent person would message and just at least apologize at least you know I didn't necessarily know I heard Mr. Yeah, you Ritz did no yeah you came in dad. you read it out dude you read it out so how did you not know? Well, I I never saw it for my for my own, and then I was I I kind of started to wonder the veracity of things because for one, it's it it was never an old lady in the first place. Uh, I never heard it from her myself. I heard it from a lot of other people. Okay, so why didn't you message her to to clarify then? Why didn't you? Not what, what I'm her? what I'm struggling to understand is how did she end up so upset? Because it seems like. She's, she she's a role the player. The way she was treated. Yeah, the way she was treated, she said it was behavior. She said she oh, was she a bit much. Treated, though. It was, like, it's just, it's the poorly, like I said, it goes down to poorly. She was being, he was just being a complete asshole. He was saying, like, uh, what you call it? He's making up shit, just being like, oh, you hit me or whatever, just to try and, to try and basically get her pissed off. She was getting a bit angry, saying, okay, no, I never, no, I never. And then he was the trying to make shoot her. And... Apologize and not the person who played poorly. I'm saying your whole squad should have, not just you. I'm saying this is my issue with you, not minus peanut and, uh, big craft or every what his name is. My issues with them as well. They should apologize. The right, the the like the nice thing to do, even if you didn't know, right? You did read it out in your stream, but let's say you didn't know, right? You should have at least messaged her. You know what I mean? Now, like that's, some, that's someone in chat's got right. a good point here, Cairo. So, Sarah Moore, this Paulie guy was a random you met. Yeah, the first time I ever met him was on the Creator Z server, and I was like, "Hey, it's the Mafia!" And then he showed up. Why the is Sarah Moore responsible on. for Paulie? Because he brought him into that situation. If I bring someone to that situation, right? Say, uh, I don't know, say for example... But, but Saramore's not his boss. It's not like he's in his yeah, stream no, team. But, okay, it but seems like you're him. crucifying Saramore here for the actions of uh, someone that isn't Saramore. But yeah. I'm just trying to understand this. I know very little about it. But, okay, but it, it so seems Saramore... like Saramore did nothing wrong. Saramore was role-playing along, but it's this other guy, Paulie, and you're taking issue with Saramore because I feel like because he's the biggest streamer. It, of course, it, no, 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 because it all, it all, not just because he's the biggest streamer. That's not, that's not what my motivation is. But it's, it's just in general. I mean, if they're, if they're squatted up, right? I, I see that as a squad. If they're, they're all contributing to her being upset, even, even if it is just poorly, mainly, okay? Maybe it just builds up, and that's, that's just the way it is. Did Granny actually say, guys, you're going too far? Uh, no. How were they care. to know she never with a role player who how how were they to know that she was upset they, at they the time? Know. I understand they couldn't know. Sarah Moore, did you know that she was upset afterwards? Uh I heard that she was upset, but it was also with a lot of odd messages that seemed strangely guilt trippy. Again, like with five people going like, How could you bully this old lady? And again, not an old lady. Um, and so it seemed like this odd kind of campaign to, to guilt trip me for, you know, playing Daisy as it's meant to be played. And so I, you know, I took everything with kind of a grain of salt. I didn't feel that I had anything to apologize for. I don't regret anything I did. It was a fun, goofy role-playing scenario on a PvP server. And if you really don't want to be attacked, if, if you if you were the kind of person... And, and this might seem a, a little bit cold, but if you're the kind of person to get extremely upset about a couple of pieces of loot being taken from you in DayZ, 
you should play on a role-playing server instead. Have you she reached out to her at all, Ceremore? I have not spoken to her, no. I'll look, you thought you knew uh, she was uh, upset, though. I'll honestly say, like, it's this honestly seems like a mountain out of a molehill to me for you, Ceremore, personally. This poorly guy, maybe he went too far and he might have something to answer to. But if I was you, Ceremore, I'd just reach out and say, hey, look, nothing was um, meant by it. Yeah, you know, if this poorly guy pissed you off, point. I'm sorry, but that's out of my control. That was my whole point. At least a message, you know. I, I just felt bad I, for her. I really felt bad for her. I've been, I've been listening to the whole thing, to be honest, and it just sounds. I'm like interested she, in your take on this because you and Sarah Moore yeah. are very similar. She, it's, uh, I just, I've listened to the whole thing from both sides, and like obviously, I haven't heard this granny person's perspective, but it sounds like she had an idea of what role play she wanted to achieve in her head. Like making the B and B, getting people to come there and send them on the way or whatever, and then ceremony squad have came. Some one of them might have been a little bit brash. I don't know what was said, and they've raided that. And after the fact, she's got upset because she's been raided and she didn't want the role play to go that way, even though she was role playing within the raid. So I, I, I think it's a, like you say, I think it's a mountain or a molehill. I don't see the big deal. See, um, but. This I, I kind of foresaw this happening. Um, for those who were watching the um, uh, creators uh, Discord, I put a post in there about what we talked about earlier. That some people, and I, I knew this was going to happen with with the role players in particular. No, no offense to role players, but role players they they play on servers where you're not allowed to kill someone unless it's in role play. And when you combine role players with the, the shit poster trolls like you two, Sarah Moore and um, uh, Ray Ray, who just kill on a fucking whim, which is fantastic. Like, I shared your kill of um, uh, Psy, was it? Um, or Sil? Um, yeah. Right when the uh, EVR was happening. And that was just fucking pure chaotic chaos. That was just, it's one of my all time favorite moments of Daisy when you killed him in that room. Uh, yeah, but yeah, RP is they're stepping into a realm. Like I saw it time and time again. And a lot of it was from granny people uh, where they were saying, you know, we need to implement this or we need to implement that. But they forgot that they were playing a server that wasn't role play and things were going to happen that were going to be outside of their comfort zone where they're used to the security blanket that a role play server provides. Um, OG, what do you think of this? You've been pretty quiet, mate. Well, I just, uh, I think it's nuts because the, the thing is, right, is like, even if you are going in for RP, for roleplay or for PvP, and you don't get you don't get it the way you want it, you still can't get arsy about it. You can't cry about it. You, and, you know, if, if you are one of those people who gets upset over stuff like that, over, just over games in general, just you need, you need to have a break. You can't instantly just... Assume someone has to message you, apologize to you, or someone has to explain themselves. Like this situation with Sarah and Moore and Granny, it, to me, it just uh, sounds pathetic. To be honest, I want to it's, clarify something here as well. Like this, this has got similarities that, to that's... something that happened a few weeks ago on the show, Marks, where we talked about um, Jill um, and how she mm. got actually targeted, though. I don't think that's about the only similarity is that, you know, someone got upset. 
Other than that, I don't see any similarity between these because this wasn't a targeted. This wasn't a repeat event where they continuously went back and harassed Granny every time she rebuilt, raided her again. This was a one-off event. I'm sorry, Cairo, but where I am on this is other than there, there is an argument that you know maybe Sarah Moore could have reached out to her, but I'm seeing people in chat and I kind of lean this way myself is it's a video game. Nothing malicious no, was meant it. by, I, I by it. Sarah no, no, Moore. It's a video Why game. should Sarah Moore have to reach out and apologize? Listen, I, I get it's a video game, right? But if, if, yeah, like you said, maybe if someone is, you know, crying or whatever, they should take a break. But I still feel like, you know, like if someone's that emotional to cry, I, think I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just, the, maybe I'm just a soft. Maybe I'm just soft. Okay. Maybe I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe I should message because I feel like I should message. If I, if I was part of something that made another person cry, I'd message them and I'd feel, I'd feel, I'd feel bad about it. And I'd, 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 you know, explain the situation that I never meant to have at least, at least. And that was my only issue with Sarah Moore and and his squad really realistically obviously with the uh, with Paulie as well with basically taking it a little bit too far but that that was it that was my issue okay and I don't know maybe I'm just soft eh and people are saying here as well if you're crying over a video game you are the problem it, I don't understand maybe I'm missing something maybe there's history between this um what's the other guy's name um uh, the one who actually who apparently went a bit too far oh Paulie Paulie. Yeah. Maybe Paulie. there's um, history between Paulie and Granny that we aren't aware of here. But I honestly feel that I think we've exhausted this topic because um, without Granny here, where you know, I, I, I did assume, Cairo, that you um, had spoken to her uh, and had. Yeah, I, I spoke to her. Yeah, had, had a bit more on this because I, I don't understand. Well, I just wanted um, to see how she felt about it all, really, because I didn't want to bring it. Like, I, I asked her, do you want me to bring it up and stuff, like about the whole upset situation? She said she didn't mind and all that stuff. So I did go through it with her first before I did anything. So I'm, you know, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. But that's, I don't know. Maybe that's just my my take in it, and I feel like it it should have been handled a little bit differently. And then I honestly, I wouldn't hold I a like... grudge against Sarah Moore for this, mate. You know, like I, I said to you is, before the hold, show started, I don't hold a grudge against. I, I'm a huge fan of Sarah Moore. Um, yeah, and uh, that that possibly affecting my view on this but i am so happy to see that he is now one of the kings of daisy streaming because this guy has been around for a long fucking time and sarah moore's a lot of things a man with a massive drinking problem um a first tier <laughs> fucking troll um an unhealthy obsession with fucking dolls um but a nasty person um yeah he doesn't mind a bit of gossip and a bit of drama um hence why he's on the show right now but i don't think sarah moore's an evil person at heart mate um, like I said, I don't hold a grudge on ceremony. Like I, yeah. I, I don't. I just feel like it should. I, I feel like I needed to say something because I felt like it should have been handled differently. At least, at least, like afterwards, after the fact. You know, what maybe, I mean? but that's I, I, I don't really agree with you there either because it seems like it's much to do about to disagree, nothing. I suppose. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think ceremony. Any last words? Up, to wrap it up, really. No, it's that's all well said. I'm glad I got to come here and and say what I I, I wanted to say because there's a lot of uh, odd framework to this whole situation, and it's good to really clear the air. Thank you, Boydie. It's because there's so many people in between, rather than just me and Sarah Moore. Like, a lot of um, Chinese whispers, I think. A lot of yeah. Chinese whispers with this. So, anyway, let's move on. We are going to drop this topic, and we're going to actually talk about Creator Z closing. I am fucking so sad that that happened. Way ahead of its time. Um, It was a fucking amazing thing. And I want to give a massive shout out 
to Ray Ray and Sarah Moore. Sarah Moore, I believe you only went on it once. Um, Ray Ray, I watched you the first time you were on there, and it's one of my all-time favorite gaming moments. But thank you guys <laughs> for giving the server a shot. So many other people closed their minds to what was a great project by um, Dab and Erno Marx, um, and it was good to see two guys say, fuck it, let's go and have some fun on there. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was a good idea, but I don't think there was... Personally, I think they could have done some stuff different. I don't think having an it on the mouse, personally, now this is just my opinion, was the best map choice for it. Maybe they could have done Livonia. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, as well, mixing our peers and PvPers into one thing, it was never going to end well. I, you could just you could just kind of tell from you know when before the server even started, it was just never going to really end well. Um, the show look, had, um, days where they're trying to get people on though together as well, rather than just having the server all over constantly. Because mm-hmm. every time I was checking, it was like two, three people online. Yeah. Now I'm saying, fucking hell, I want to go out the server and fucking murder people. I mean, just commit. I mean, I committed when it was like one person online. I'd just do my own thing and then it start building up and then I'd get my friends to commit as well and then it start building up from there. That's the best way to to get the pop-up. And honestly, it worked every time. That's why... That's true, you can commit, but like, it depends when, when I'm streaming and I want to go and murder people. Oh, I, yeah, I'll get that. I, I don't want to be fucking streaming on the server with two people. Again, like, there's I, no one. You don't find anyone like an hour, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, get, I get it. Your content's, you know, murdering people, having fun, being crazy, you know, it's like, that's, that's standard. Like, mm. like, like I cry over da- over Daisy all the time. I cry tears of joy when I'm murdering fucking peasants. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have done Maybe differently, they... OG? <laughs> what for the ser- for the creators? Yeah. Server? Honestly, it, as 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 bland as it sounds, I just would have made it an, a a bog standard server on. Um... Just on, uh, like, a, I wouldn't have chosen Malsk, not on the Malsk at all. Um, it's great, but it's like there's a few Dude. things with it that are just not ready for that sort of interact, that, that, that sort of like, um, intensity gameplay. It's, yeah, that intensity. Yeah, I think they chose the Malsk because it, um, they I, knew that it was never going to be a full pop server and it was going to have um, a higher chance of people bumping into yeah. each other. Should have went Livonia because, like, yeah, no, I agree. Brenner would have had like a popping. Yeah, Livonia was definitely been the better map. Well, um, it's just most it's... people spent doing fires. That was it. Like that was you, you'd walk around for a bit unless you have the fire buff or whatever, uh, and then you have to do another fire, and then another fire, and then another fire, and it's just it's a bit. You know, if people are trying to bump into each other, create content together, have a great time, and all that stuff, uh, I feel like Livonia would have been perfect for it. Just for yeah, exactly like Ray Ray said. You know, Brenner uh, South, you got the Copa Prison. Like they're the main hotspots. Everyone knows that who plays Livonia, and it would have been oh my, do you know how much carnage it would have been to have Ray Ray down in Brenner? <laughs> Literally, everyone spawning in. Next thing you know, you got to walk past Ray Ray first before you get to Copa Prison. <laughs> or something. Uh, do you know how mad that would be? Yeah, at all, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I liked the fact left. that they went with the Molsk, Um because. Yeah, you know, you've got Volcuda and you know, so many people turning up there and it just, for what the server was created for, um, content creators interacting, uh, to me it seemed like the logical choice. Smaller map, um, fewer places of interest, more chance of, you know, why people were watching it is, you know, we wanted to see interactions between streamers. Yeah, you know, like I didn't get to see the, the raid on Granny, but I got to watch um, Ray Ray um, yeah, even to the point that he, he managed to make people turn off their fucking radios. He was just going so mental. 
Um, because they couldn't handle listening to this fucking barely understandable gibberish that he was spouting over the radio. Um, and then when he did bump into people, it was exactly what I expected from Ray Ray Chaos. Um, and to their credit, most of those people went along with Ray Ray as well. I think I think I've, I'm bumped in the frontie for the first time in the hospital, so I instantly murdered him. And like like that's a, that's the thing. Like things like that happened all the time in the server. I just feel like I think because obviously Erno had some health problems, and if he wasn't unwell, the server probably would have like attracted more attention because he would have been putting his time and effort into it as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Cairo, you had a great interaction with um, Ray Ray. You said you weren't going to trust him, and right. you bumped into I- him. I followed on Twitter because of it, dude. I fucking love Ray Ray. <laughs> like, it's jokes to watch. I'm always in his stream working and just, like, just seeing him go crazy. It's, it's, it's and nuts. to Ray Ray's credit, I was watching him when you killed him. Uh, and I was like, that's Cairo. I know what Cairo's going to do yeah. here. And Ray Ray was like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck. And then he came he running knew, straight back. Himself. And it was, if you war, you want. It was war, no. you'll fucking get. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> he went on the roof. I popped him in again. And then I was like, shut up, Ray Ray. After. It was yeah, jokes, man. I ran on the roof and you were with someone else. And, like, you yeah, still. And you went to him, don't go up there. That's fucking what Ray Ray does for a living. Oh, yeah. Sil was about to go up the ladder. I was like, Sil, do not go up there. Because you know what? You got up the ladder. And I was like, as soon as you get up there, he's done locking you off that fucking roof. You realize that, right? So that's what I thought in my brain. I said, Sil, don't go up there. He does this for a living. Watch. Just stay here. All right. And I'll I, I swing around, go to the other apartment, come up. And I just pop him. And then after, like, shut up, Ray Ray. I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> Which, oh, it's so funny, man. Honestly. And that is what was great for the creator service there more was yeah a lot of people said it was it, you know it's not going to be organic content I don't agree I don't agree because yes it was you know a case of it was only streamers and a few other select people but it's still created for some amazing moments there more I feel like uh one of the inherent flaws with the creator Z server was the the restrictive whitelist uh because streamers generally a, a lot of them you know, I know myself included. I like, all right, we got to get that hot content. Can't be boring. Can't let that yeah. that viewer number go down. Got to you got to get into the action. And so playing on a, a low pop server is difficult. It's a hard sell for sure. And and but I I like the idea in theory. So one thing I I've enjoyed about like uh some of the day one servers is that they they become kind of the de facto streamer servers. And I enjoy it because when you get into a firefight you can usually go back, like you're, somebody will message you and be like, oh, hey, you, you just killed this person or whatever, you know? And you can go back and be like, okay, shit, I stopped my stream. I'm going to go watch their perspective and see like, oh, oh, they ducked into this bush. Oh, shit, they, they hid in that vent. Holy fuck, that's so interesting. And like, I think people love the multiple perspectives or like if somebody's, uh, doing some sort of you know spy thing and like going undercover and they you know the viewers love that shit because they can watch one side and they're like ah the other person doesn't know and i feel like creator z was trying to you know cop the offline tv rust phenomenon yes but um the problem was there just wasn't quite enough people like, yeah to, uh, to, to like uh make it <clears throat> worth it for for streamers one of the um, things it got me were... doing sarah moore was um mm-hmm. uh for, usually when i watch twitch i pick a, a channel and i sit there and i watch it um but marks i was actually watching kadiak at one stage um and um i found myself flicking between channels yeah you know, I, I i know who kadiak is i watch it from time to time but i don't watch her a lot but you know i was interested in creators obviously we talked about it on the show um, and I watched her place a um, a bear trap, and probably about half an hour later, um, Ray Ray decided he was going to jump on, and I jumped on over to watch Ray Ray play, and I got to watch 
the bear trap that Kadiak placed just randomly in the middle of fucking uh, bushes actually get Ray Ray killed uh, when he was trash talking some guy. And Marks, it was, for me, it was great because one of the beauties of this is got people watching people they might not have ever seen before, you know? Because um, I, I, I uh, uh, jumped straight back over to Kadiak's uh, stream. Uh, I checked what the meta rule was and I went, Kadiak, remember that bear trap you placed? You scored a big fish. Uh, and I clipped the uh, moment because Ray Ray's reaction was fucking gold. It was like, who the fuck put the fucking bear trap here? And it got him killed because he was trash talking this guy about to try to kill him. And then <laughs> he gets his legs broken. And it was fucking brilliant. I was about to murder some fucking guy that walked on a fucking bear trap and brought me leg. It's like a multiverse, isn't it, for, for David yes. content creators, the creators he serve. It was literally like a multiverse, and I think that was what the beauty of it was, because it's like, realistically, as sad as it sounds, it's not really the, um, it wasn't, the server wasn't really there for the people playing, the creators playing it. It was more for the viewers who wanted to see yes. their two creators interact with each other somehow. So it was literally just like Family Guy and The Simpsons meeting together, you know? And that's what the beauty of the server people was, and what a lot it, of people but... failed to see, Cairo was the opportunity to see people who, you know, ad admittedly it did cause some drama, you know, particularly um, mm. because of the um, factor with the RPers struggling with the likes of uh, Ray Ray's and Sarah Moore's playstyle and that. Uh, but it got some amazing interactions happening that you're not normally going to get to see on a regular basis. I know some creators yeah. um, avoided it because they didn't want, you know, just to be only running into streamers. But sometimes that's what the people wanted to, you know, you, you look at your chats when you bump into someone, they go fucking apeshit when you bump into someone else who streams, don't they? Yeah, no, it's usually, it's usually the case. Yeah. Like if, when I, when I bump into, like, I know, say, say Frankie, right. Yeah. I, I, usually I, like, you know, I never would play with Frankie, you know, but because I was on in that environment, we became good friends and we played loads. I mean, and then obviously we go Ray Ray and then you got people saying, Oh, is that Frankie? Is that Ray Ray? Is that Red Tie? Is that Nazar? Is that you know what I mean? Or like, oh like cool, do this to Ray Ray, do this to uh to, to Sil or like team up with Red Tie, you know, it's just stuff like that. And I feel like it's good content for people to watch and they really enjoy that because if they're watching like a YouTuber or a streamer and they really enjoy the content, enjoy the personality or whatever it is, to see them create content together must just be fantastic for them. So I feel like it was such it was, oh, I'm just I'm Honestly, I was gonna go back for a couple of days. Honestly, I missed it after a while when I left. I was like, "Oh damn, it is. It does suck. It does suck that it closed." But I, I, I can see why. You know, what I mean, it's maybe instead of them doing it over like a month period, why don't they do it over like a weekend? Hmm. Oh yeah, like, all give, creators just hop on. Yeah. They give just a certain date. They're like, "Okay, these three days over this weekend, it's going to be open, and it will close on the final day. Have at it for those three days and see what you can do." I, I hope to God that and Dab and Nerno bring it back. Here. Would you jump on it again if they brought it back, Sarah Moore? Uh, maybe, depending on the player pop. I know that there was some stuff about, like, oh, we just have to get in the server and then the pop will go up, but I just, I cannot bring myself to join a low pop server from the get-go. It's, it's very And it difficult. is hard. For me, with guys um, like you, I feel you like... rely on that, that, that constant mm. flow of um, frenetic energy, like Ray Ray does, like Lax Hawthorne does. Um yeah, the, the the slow, boring streamers don't get the numbers you guys get. You guys get the numbers because your your streams are interesting. It's a nonstop flow of action, Sarah Moore. Yeah, exactly. And if I were to, you know, if I if I were Dab, what what I would do uh, is 
instead of locking the server out to a very small pool of you know uh, uh, whitelisted creators, I, I would want a a server where anybody can play on it, but they have to be streaming. So like you just get a server where you know that every perspective exists there. I think that would be fascinating, and that would encourage me to to hop onto it. So, um, you know you. You could get any any random person, have them make their their Daisy name, their Twitch name, so that you can vet or like have a program that uh, checks between, and then uh, just like you you'll have a view of every bit. And I, I think that having that sort of pervasive viewpoint of of everything would be very interesting. Yeah, it's one of the things I loved about it, Marks, was being able to. You know, flick from stream to stream and see it from someone else's perspective. You know, someone just killed Ray Ray, jump over there and watch what they're doing and seeing their perspective on it. And it was it was great yeah. like that. It's always great to see, like, when you have two streams open, say they're in, like, a, a fight or something like that. You can see one person duck off somewhere else, but the other person doesn't know where they're going. You're like, you know, you can just see this kind of um, story building from both sides. It's, it's, it's a really cool experience. The thing is, that the only issue is there's a lot of meta as well. Like, people who don't understand yeah. meta. Like that was another big issue. Like especially in my stream, I'm like, listen, don't don't matter. Don't tell me where uh, this guy is or where where that other guy is. You know, like it, it does get annoying because obviously you're trying to play the game and experience it yourself. You you don't want to know exactly where you're going. Sometimes you just want to run around and bump into someone. You know, you don't. And the meta was a big issue for me personally. Very hurting to uh, to moderate those metas. Just yeah, because they just come out of nowhere. They just pop in yeah. the chat and be like, "Yeah, Ray Ray's here," exactly. or they'll be like, uh, "Frankie's over here," or you know, it's yeah. It's meta, meta is impossible to police, but it's up to the person that's receiving the information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it subconsciously yeah. changes yeah. how you play as well. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. It's like if somebody comes into your chat and they're like, "Oh yeah, this person's over here and this person's over there," you will subconsciously not go over yeah. there because you just feel like you're either in the wrong for listening to them. You feel like a stream sniper or something, you know. Yeah. Even if you see it, dude, even if you look at it and you don't acknowledge it, it's you've just seen it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, so, oh, great! Yep. It's yeah, the shield. it's like fuck. Yeah. I know, I know he's there now. In my brain, I know he's there now. You'll play to that because it, you, you know, you just do. Yeah, it's just you know. Yeah, that yeah, that comes down to what Ray Ray said though. You've got to moderate your chat. Have good moderators who can get in there and delete the meta. Um, yeah. like, like I said, even when I went into Kadiak's chat, um, I was cognizant of. I didn't want to completely ruin it for her. Um, and I just said, you caught a big fish, I think was the words I used. So that in her mind, she's probably sitting there going, who did I get? Who's on right now? Who did I get? Um, and I posted the clip in, uh, Dab created a, um, a channel um, so that people could post clips from the uh, server. And there was some fucking highlights in there. There was some really good stuff. Some just amazing moments got created on that server. That yes, they could happen on any other server. Um, you know, more likely going to be day one because every man and his dogs play in those servers. Uh, but it was great for to have this opportunity, and a lot of work went into it. Um, and that's what people have got to remember. Um, that you've got, um, you know, Dab in particular, um, and Erno, um, and not just Dab, but Dab had some mates like Lieutenant Masters and War Dog, and that um, create some truly amazing custom mods for that server to enhance the experience for everyone who played on it. Like, yeah, you know, even just that simple little um, inventory movement um, noise. Oh my God, that mm. was great. 
I'd love oh, I just jumping that, yeah. in there and yeah. moving the items around. And yeah, it wasn't just one yeah. sound for everything. It was if it was a metal object, it made a metal sound. If it was a fabric, it made like a fabric rustle. It was brilliant. Shotgun shells were the best. Oh my! I used to just move them around just to hear the sound. Honestly, it's like a... <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so like it's sort of, sort of therapeutic. Honestly, for me, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. doing a lot of crazy stuff recently like stuff that i i've thought uh has kind of belonged in daisy for for years i think he he threw in a, a sound for uh when a grenade is thrown yep which i feel like is so key like yep. currently we have silent grenades and daisies that you yeah. blow up yeah. and you're like what the fuck and you don't realize that one landed like right next to your face uh and there's like uh, another one where uh it obfuscates the rounds inside of a, a magazine which i think yep. is is very cool um because you shouldn't like have the psychic view of like oh, i got exactly six bullets um and yeah. yeah he's been doing a fantastic job with the mods and stuff well that sort Stop. of segues into the next topic sarah Moore, the um uh, 1.12 experimental patch what did you think of it marks oh, uh interesting yeah on that point guys i'm actually gonna leave anyway because I'll, 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 I'll yeah i'll see you in no a worries, bit, guys. Uh, thank I've you for coming on mate so. i do appreciate it it's all good all right uh, lovely to meet uh, you, Sarah Moore, and OG as well. Obviously, I don't know you guys. So, all right, catch yeah, you Sarah Moore, Cairo, um... blow each other kisses. Okay, so yeah, Marks, the patch. It it was interesting. Um, I made my usual video on it, and I thought a lot of people would have been very angry annoyed about it but i was very surprised that there were a lot more positive comments than i would than i thought i have two um, words two words um uncle ray ray peeling potatoes i'm fucking playing it so i don't know what that means <laughs> pull your trousers up <laughs> <laughs> i've heard though i don't know if this is true that a shovel and a sledgehammer is no longer a one tap knockout is true. that what a fucking order shit. How am I meant to fuck over? But yes. Mistake that thing, that's a mistake. Because if you're a freshie and you come up against a guy who's yes. got a fucking M4, why why don't you have the opportunity to knock him out with one hit? I don't understand why that's a I've never, think, I've never liked the melee. I think it has no. something to do with the new shock balance and damage balance they've done. I haven't fully tested yet, but I think there's something it's something to do with that and what they've done there. They've done a lot of stuff to knockouts and shock you get more shock and you knock out more now and they've done stuff with bullets and stuff so i think it has something to do with that but it is kind of an can't want to have anymore so kadiak saying rubber slugs are op is that yeah, true yeah if you're up close they'll instantly knock you out yeah okay so that's it's more it's more the gear towards the gunplay that is merely an out it sounds like foxy's saying uncon is a lot more common yeah we've been I wanting that we've common. been complaining about how many times you go yeah, it it must frustrate the likes of you, Sarah Moore and Ray Ray, of your playstyle, that nearly everyone you hit dies. Yeah, you guys like to play with your food a bit, don't you? I I love a good torture. Yeah, I must admit, I love a good. I I I I prefer mentally fucking someone than just killing them. Oh, like, yeah. you mentally fuck someone like, and you let them believe they're going to live, and then you fucking kill them. That's better than a straight up kill. I kind of like both sides. I I do enjoy the finality of like you know. 
uh, uh, big round hits somebody's head, and then boom, they're just gone. They're just instantly yeah. like it adds kind of to the terror of the game. Like I definitely wouldn't want it. Uh, the, want the like pendulum to swing to the point where it's like always a knockout. You know, like you always get a chance yeah. to get back up. I, I, I still want there. You to need be... to be rewarded for that accuracy with a headshot. Yeah, yeah. I and like uh, I do miss anymore. the old. I don't know if you, you remember. You probably remember the old uh, unconscious and Daisy, where it could last between ten to and twenty, 20 fucking, minutes. Yeah, you wake it, up thirty longer. minutes later with all your comrades dead around you, and then you you see somebody looting the bodies, and you're like, "You didn't get me. I'm coming." Yeah, back. and I, yet I, you were gray screen because you'd been bleeding all that time, and you're like, "Fuck, yeah. do I go? Do I go for the kill on this guy, or do I bandage? Or yeah, yeah." Oh, right, I, like I, if anything. If you're going to survive like a, a beefy sniper round of the head to like a shitty helmet, if you're going to survive that, I, I would like it to be like, you know, a longer uncon state, uh, not yeah. just the 30 seconds, like just have some consequences and that would make it very interesting. Yep. Definitely. They've done um, some other stuff like uh, five or six, apparently one taps to the chest. Um, that's what I've heard. I don't know. If well, Kadiak is saying in chat there, I got one rubber slug to a worn plate carrier and went uncon. So that's a bit um, interesting. You would think a plate carrier would protect you from um, a rubber slug. It would do basically nothing to you. Uh, Mindlessness is saying rubber slugs are 150 shock damage now. Yeah, the rubber slugs are stupidly powerful, but you have to be up close. Um, Yep. Yeah. 5.56 within 70 metres to the chest is a one tap. Um, One tap dead or one tap uncon? That I'm not sure of. Lad saying he I loves the new balancing, that. but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, probably the, the only thing that surprised the fuck out of me was having to peel a potato. It was like, that, yeah. What, uh, where, some, what was some the, of the food has like a dark label now as well, doesn't it? Sorry? Like some of the food now has like a dark label so you can't see what the contents are. I saw that on someone's stream, I can't remember who it was. So it was like a tin of beans, but the label was all faded so you couldn't see what it was. I haven't seen that. Unless I dreamt it. <laughs> Maybe. They have added new food and stuff, so it might have been one of them. So they're saying Wobo's uh, released a video. I haven't seen that. I'll have to go watch that. Yeah, uh, did, And did, Foxy's did. saying it's a new can of food. Yeah, the unknown food can. The unknown meat. So it's basically spam then. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought I was fucking hallucinating again there. Fucking hell. Yeah, the potato peel thing does not... It doesn't make sense. Just, you know, because it takes... A, the time it takes to peel a potato is about the same time it takes to open a can of food. So it's just, they're kind of worthless now. It's survival. You need a knife to uh, peel a potato? Skin. Yeah. Oh, God. Why would you want to anyway? I thought you get, like, valuable nutrition from eating the skin. Yes. the, the oh. Yeah, it's, it's a, one of those funny things. Everyone peels their potatoes, but the main nutrition's in the skin on a potato. Yeah, and it's survival. Surely that'd matter. Come on. This is this is a real major issue in Daisy. What What... If you wanted What's to survive, you would be deep throating that potato. You wouldn't be fucking peeling it. All you'd want to do is wash it. <laughs> but you do that with most things, you know, yeah. carrots and fucking everything. You'd wash them just to get the um, dirt off of them. But other than that, fucking mung away. Yeah, imagine dying from hunger and you've got to fucking peel a potato. Yes. Oh, I found a potato. What? I can't. I can't. What? Is this a fucking nut now? I can't eat it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, but um, over. Have... What were the what were the um what was the feedback on your video on it, Marks? I'll check now. It was it was overwhelmingly positive, which was a surprise. 
because um, usually they, these videos are just they wild. said they were going to work on polishing the game um scale speed are put in chat before you can use greenhouses now to plant to uh, plant plants basically oh, yep give us the old melee system back <laughs> oh please help <laughs> You're on about having the old unconscious system, but the new, honestly, the new melee system in Daisy. I'll be honest with you, I hate it. I have it's hated very it. goofy. I've hated it ever since it came out. I really miss, you know, I miss being able to go up to players and just bang, bang jab in the face, you know, and just aim. You, you actually felt like you had that control, and like Ray Ray was saying when about the sh about the shovel, you know, being able to one hit mm. somebody with it, you, not being able to do that now. You could do that with. In the old patch, uh, with with the old melee system, you could do that as long as you accurately aimed at the head and hit them. Whereas yeah, in the old days, just you feels saw like the RNG. axe hit their neck and they would yeah. die. And, and now it just feels like RNG now. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like when you hit somebody in Daisy now. It it feels like you've got a fish and you're hitting them with it, and it's just go and you're hearing like a slapping noise. It's going through them. You don't actually feel the the force of the shovel hitting them. Definitely. Yeah. Fist fighting was meant. You, you ask Miss Fu in the chat about how I used to fist fight in Daisy. I was unstoppable. I used to love it, and then they took it out, and now I just feel like I've lost my purpose. Honestly, <laughs> 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 and I people are to, saying that the uh, zombies are um, a lot tougher now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What do we think Which on is that? Good, because yeah, I think it's good. I fucking it... zombies all the time as it is. <laughs> Fuck me. I haven't tried um, the experimental yet, but I've heard that like it's kind of incentivizing the use of silenced pistols. Like that won't draw every zombie from 200 yeah. meters anymore. So uh, that sounds interesting to me. They've done a lot of stuff with zombies. Like now, if you're unconscious, the zombie won't keep attacking you. Like before, if you got unconscious, you didn't have really have a chance to survive if there were zombies around you because they just attack you. But now they won't. Um, zombies before used to just chase you constantly. They'll give up now after a certain amount of time. Yeah, like a short amount of time. Um, they've done stuff now. So if you open a door, a zombie will hear the door open. I think, and it'll it can aggro, uh, yeah. which is a bit. I don't know how that's going to work, but um, and then I think that's mainly it for zombies. They've done some cool stuff, with zombies, and obviously buffed them, and then they're harder to kill now. Take more hits. I so think if you go to Bortuga, you're going to get fucked on the masculine because that's like a zombie hop. Yeah. I think it's great though that they've, um, you know, so one of the biggest um, problems has been, you know, you hear people say Daisy is a game about zombies. Um, you know, I don't always agree with that argument. I think it's more about players, uh, but um, the zombies haven't been a threat. It's good to see them finally mm -hmm. becoming a threat where you don't need to install a mod like PVZ for there to be, you know, yeah. yeah I, I remember um, back in 2015, there was a month, I think where they had an update and for some reason they broke zombies and there's no zombies in the game. There was and one. It didn't feel different at all. Like yeah. <laughs> it'll be very interesting to see zombies uh have more of a presence. I don't know if it's gonna be I don't know if I'm gonna like enjoy it yet. I, I haven't tried quite yet. Um but I think it will be a fascinating experience. I, rem I remember that patch well Ceremore. There was one zombie yeah. and it was all the way up in Novo um up in the northeast there. <laughs> um and I used to have fun dragging that zombie across the map. Um, so that he would turn up somewhere else just to fuck with people, and they'd be like, "Oh, a zombie's back in the game." Yeah, no, not many people knew, but there was one zombie um, that spawned. But they, I remember that. You know, a game about zombies, and they don't have any zombies in the game. It was so bad that they actually let it get to that point. You think of all the all the hate that Daisy gets. You, you know, when you when you see the Daisy Dev team actually post on Twitter anything to do with Daisy, 
you read the comments and you see all those like arseholes who are just constantly looking into it. Imagine like the the, imagine what they were thinking. I bet they were fiddling the fingers going, yeah, the game, a zombie game hasn't got any zombies in it. Wow, I have every reason to bully them now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they, they brought that on themselves. They should not have done that. It, sh- it really should have been something that got that got fixed really quickly. It, it took quite a while, if I remember rightly. I remember, I do remember that patch. It, it took quite a while for it to... Uh, yeah, it like yeah that would go on for a while. Yeah, yeah like that's... From, especially like... Me, I study game development at university, and when we're doing stuff like the when we're doing the um the business side of things, and we're learning about like demographics, and that is one way to really mess up your game, <laughs> get rid of the main function, and not have it for a month. Um, and nothing. The... Sorry, sorry, buddy. They uh they released it on a really bad day as well on April Fools. Yeah, Probably not the best oh, day to release job decks. I I I was there as well. I was like, I don't know if this was real or not. And um, a lot of people were also like that as well. And people, when I upload the videos, a lot of people thought it was an April Fool's joke. They still do. They don't believe that it's an actual update. So. What do you guys think about the uh, Pokemon egg? <sighs> I haven't used it yet. No. I want that to be canon. Somebody put in the chat about <laughs> fix cars, dead game. I was actually going to bring this up as, uh, as well with Daisy. Was uh, bringing it to Xbox was like also really bad. I started on Xbox. Oh, you started on the Xbox. Yeah, I started start streaming on the Xbox, DZ. That's how I started. Jeez. Sorry, they're saying in chat um, yeah. that people didn't believe the egg. I didn't. I thought it was an April Fool's joke. Um, and yeah, that, sure enough, you can um, I'll watch that video and you can catch a bear and keep it in your little leg and then chuck it back out again and the bear pops back out again. It was like, look, yeah, it's silly, but I like it because it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's, and it's only in for Easter, that's all. Like, yeah, it's, it's just stuff, something you know? fun. It's, you know, for shits yeah. and giggles, folks. Wouldn't it be good if you could catch a player in it? Gotta catch <laughs> them all. Yeah, it would be cool. Run around with Uncle Ray Ray in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be I'm pretty good. <laughs> and Dab saying he didn't have anything to do with the egg. But no, I, I think um, a, a solid patch. Um, the, the only thing that had me questioning it was why they brought in peeling potatoes. Um, it was like, did, did anyone actually ask for this? That's oh, a very odd choice. That's- yeah. Yeah, it, just, it, made, it, it, was, it was probably a bit of an own goal, in my opinion, the um, peeling potatoes. And um, like you said, I could think of nothing worse than finding a potato and not having been able to find the knife even though two stones equals a knife, but um, dying of starvation because you couldn't peel a fucking potato. <laughs> Sometimes they to seem someone. to... Uh, oh, God. Sometimes they seem to uh, uh, go against, like, quality of life changes for Daisy. Like, that is just actively adding to the the frustration of this game. I feel like one the one thing I wish they would do is actions. When you When you peel a potato, when you open a can, when you go fishing, when you cook a piece of meat, just just make it a click and not a hold that would make this game like that would literally be the one change that would make this game twice as good to me because there is so many things you have to do where you're just mashing down on mouse one for like sometimes for like two minutes when you're cooking a piece of meat or 10 minutes when you're trying to fish and uh i I wish they would focus a little more on quality of life than 
making the quality <laughs> even worse. I, I thought recently a cool thing that would be cool. So you know the way you can't eat while running? Eat or drink while running. Yeah. It'd be cool if you could eat or drink, but you lost like a percentage of the food that you're eating because obviously you're running, so it'd like mm. fall or splash everywhere. I think mm. that'd be a cool thing to see in the game as well. So you're talking about while sprinting. Eating works. While sprinting, yes, sir. Yeah, while mm. sprinting. What? Like the way the way the inventory works now with food and drink, and even mag drilling as well, like loading rounds into your magazines, I find it crazy. Especially when you if you think about where Daisy was when it came out, and the way the inventory was. Does anyone else remember, remember when you'd right click in your inventory and you'd, you'd yeah. get a message saying receiving because you, your <laughs> your inventory would fully freeze for a good like five minutes sometimes. I find it crazy that is that they've added more steps to your inventory to actually get something to work so pick up an item get it into your hands get a knife drag it over the item open it eat it you know hold it down it's they're asking for it to break <laughs> yeah but yeah running with food would be nice it would be nice um thing, thoughts yeah. on the new rifle the scout or the pioneer as they're calling it what, <laughs> what ammo does it take i forgot I five, saw five, five six five five six that's it yeah it's Good because number one, it's a gun you can actually find. You find at police cars, and um, so it's not impossible to find. Um, it only takes an ACOG scope. It doesn't take anything higher in range, and it takes an M4 suppressor. And when you put an M4 suppressor on it from what I've seen, it's super quiet, like quieter than quieter than any other things. It's pretty cool. It's like a military gun mixed. It's like the, a blend between military and civ gun, isn't it? It's like if you want yeah. a gun that looks pretty sexy, you can get one of them. So. It does decent damage as well, but it's not too overpowered either. So it's kind yeah, of middle ground. And I everybody to on console. I wanted to touch on a comment from the um, uh, Discord uh, marks. Uh, vehicles. Hmm. Oh, here we go. Vehicles. So I, no, yeah, up, no was... update again to vehicles? No, not yet. Um, everybody, it seems like every patch, everybody tries vehicles out, even though in the patch notes, there's no mention of vehicles being fixed or touched at all. Believe me, you're going to know when vehicles are fixed in this game because everybody will be making videos and everybody will be talking about it. There's no point constantly checking if vehicles are fixed because nothing's been said officially about it or anything like that. So if you're in-game and you're at a new update and you get into a car and you die and crash because of it, it's your own stupidity for trying it. Cars are not fixed. They won't be fixed. And when they're fixed, you'll know about it. So just leave yeah, the cars yeah. alone. They're, not, they're, not, they're too dangerous. Just leave them alone. How long are we going to give them on cars, though? It's it's been a long, long time, Saramore. I've always wished. Well, okay, there is a time, there is a month, another month in Daisy, not the new zombie month, but another month when I consider Daisy to be at its absolute peak, and that was the experimental when they added the V3S, and it was the trucks would spawn in every restart. They would have no parts to them. They just worked. They were invulnerable. Yes. They would wig out, fly into the sky. They would just, the handling was horrible, <laughs> but you, you wouldn't get instantly murdered because you were just safe when you were in the truck. And uh, I think that was the absolute most fun that Daisy ever was. And I really wish they would, especially while cars are so incredibly broken, I really wish they would walk back the difficulty of accessing them and like the ability to stash them. I wish, I, I, I've always had this, this idea of like having. Um, maybe have some cars that you can stash or put in your base or whatever, but have a couple of cars that are just these like shitty uh, junkyard like burner cars, and they just respawn every restart, and they just work. Like 
they'll they'll fuck off and die when the server restarts so somebody else can grab one but just give you give the players a car to work with that they don't have to spend eight hours finding four different parts for finding gasoline finding a container for water filling up the radiator only for it to glitch <laughs> out and you know crash and kill them like i feel like they could make it easier while things are broken at the very least a lot of people in chat are saying about the uh server side um performance of cars that a lot of the time the 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 servers where people are complaining about cars are usually those servers that have a lot of mcmansions and mega bases and you know high player pops and stuff like that it, it impacts the cars a lot and war dogs even in chat saying there's more variables that make cars bad um you know i generally haven't had too many issues i, I don't understand a lot of the hate surrounding cars yeah sure i've had the occasional but usually it's because of um you know i'm entering a base bubble uh, particularly a base that's got a lot of loot so it just comes down to learning the server you're playing on um and when you know you're going to be entering an area where there's potentially going to be bases slow the fuck down um the slower so the car also, yeah sorry it also um also depends on the popular if you're on a full pop server cars are just going to lag a bit more as well also depends on your ping like i've played on servers like that have had you know twenty people on them. Cars have run perfectly fine. Yeah, good ping, low pops. They've been perfect. The second that pop goes up, cars get bad. And if your ping's bad as well, they're just gonna start flying off, taking off. So you just got to be kind of careful on the server that you're on. If you're on a high pop server, they're just not gonna work as well. And it's the majority of people I see complaining about cars is the console players. Don't see many P PC players. It's always console players complaining about them, and I don't think they understand that it's a bit more than um, it, the con the consoles just can't handle the game. Scalspeed is saying that they run beautifully on his Xbox Series S. They might run, they could, but I think again, it probably has a mix to do with servers and then probably the consoles as well. Mm. It doesn't don't help. Don't use cars anyway. Cars are shit. Yeah. Don't use cars. You don't want cars. Just, just like... a German boy. Yeah, we'll have to shoot off, buddy. No worries, Ray Ray. Thank you so much for coming on, yeah. mate. Yeah. No worries. Have a good one, Ray Ray. See you, Ray. Bye, Ray. But yeah, so just be patient, folks. Um, that said, I think um, a lot of the um, fix for cards will come from um, armor um, because they won't release an armor game without vehicles working. So yeah, keep an eye on the unannounced uh, military sim that BI is working on. I'm quite intrigued to see how that works because, like, the 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 thing is, well, I think a lot of play people who quit Daisy. Uh, when like the, the new engine came out and everybody sort of wanted to see what would what had been fixed, I think after Daisy promised the Little Bird helicopter, uh, and then it wasn't released, a lot of those players were disappointed, and then they thought, oh, at least we'll have cars that'll work, and then they didn't work with the new engine and with the uh, with the server performance and the networks. Um, so I just think people sort of expected it expected vehicles to work that's that's the, that's really yeah. it I, I think they just ex with the new when daisy completely changed that day i think they expected everything to to work somehow so i, I guess i guess i don't really blame those people who who are annoyed that cars are, are still not working because you know they are quite a big part of the game but whether you like them or not they are yeah, yeah whether you like them are. or not they are they you know if you look at any uh, you know, popular culture involving zombies, cars are always there. You know, so mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued to see how they do it for armor though, because I don't see how if if they've started developing armor four, 
on this engine, then surely they can figure something out for Daisy. Um, I'd be very surprised yeah. if they didn't. Yeah, I would as well. Yeah. It's, to be fair, I, I'd be quite intrigued to see as well what sort of input Daisy, the Daisy team get from the Armour developers as well. I, mm -hmm. I do wonder how much contact they have. I don't know if Armour's developed in Czech Republic like Daisy is, uh, if it's a different studio, but maybe they should actually like work together more if they're not already. <laughs> I, I reckon they are, but yeah, we'll, we'll find yeah. out soon. Um. I want to give a big shout out to um, Lax Hawthorne, who um, has been working very closely with. Um, let me just share my screen, guys. Mr. Utah. Did everyone see he released his Daisy uh, Episode yes. 3 teaser? Yeah, oh, these, are, these are brilliant. It is fucking outstanding. I hope to God um, these get more views. Like between Lax um, and everyone else who's helped shout it out, Mr. Utah didn't even have a thousand subscribers when he first started these. His channel wasn't even monetized. Hello, welcome to the. Um, so big shout out to Lax Hawthorne in particular. He's taken the lead on this um, and really um, helped promote what is a fucking amazing series. What do you think of that, Sarah Moore? Uh, I'm just, uh, I've never really been much into the YouTube side of things. Uh, I, I haven't paid much mind myself. Uh, I haven't paid too much attention to all the live action uh, stuff. Oh, they're brilliant, mate. They're brilliant. You need to watch them. Um, and, 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 and tell your chat about them so they can go watch them because they've, he's doing an amazing fucking job with them, isn't he, Marks? Yeah, they're great. They're really, uh, some of the best, uh, IRL Daisy content out there. Looks like we've got our first zombie uh, in that one, OG. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm surprised he actually bought, you know, he's, you know he's going all out when he buys an actual can of Heinz because that shit's expensive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But if you notice, he's actually, um, he someone in the modding gym. community gave him the skins and I think he's actually printing off the um, labels and attaching them so they're actually the items in the game now. Yeah. Which is fantastic. I love seeing the little Easter eggs nice. like that. It's, do you know the thing is as well is when I see when I if you know if I get into a game, uh, if I get into a game I really like, uh, and it's something fictional like Daisy, I'll always, always go onto YouTube and see if anyone's done any like live action stuff of it. Um, one thing that I got into recently was uh, SCP. I got, but I, I really love SCPs. And then what's uh, SCPs? I started watching. Uh, it's 
it's a horror it's a horror genre um it's it's quite large it took me a long time to explain but it's basically just horror stories um mm-hmm. that's what it is and uh you big youtubers like the heads of youtube like markiplier and people like that used to play uh, a game that came out called uh scp containment breach which was basically escaping a lab full of like these uh, these monsters um and the first thing that I did was look to see if anybody had made any live action films about it because I just loved the idea, and they did, and it it, it gets you immersed, and that's what these you know these videos by Utah do for Daisy, and they're mm. a great way of promoting it because it's not only it's not only fan people who are fans of games, it's people who are fan of film and other media who are going to see yeah. that, and it's going to branch it out. So it's a good way of promoting the game. Really, you good. know who um really capitalized on that is Escape from Tarkov. Yeah, Tarkov do it. They have now. their, like, the production level they do on them, like, it's just, it's like little mini movies. Yeah. They're insane. And that is something like that would be super cool to see for Daisy as well. Yeah. No, very, very good to see. Um, and Mr. Utah has actually been giving out some copies of Daisy for uh, Lax to give away in his um, streams as well. So kudos to both of them. Um, yeah, just one of those little things that helps add some value to the whole Daisy community for people who. You know, we all know what it's like to be addicted to a game. Um, you're always looking for new content. Um, and when you find someone doing stuff like this, it just makes you happy. Really makes you fucking happy. Yeah. Um, Mark, your um, highlights video from last week. What was it? Uh, what was it? That is a good question. Oh, yeah, servers dying. I like the amount of um, you know, servers out there and why so many of them are pretty much empty. And what was the uh, um, feedback on the video, mate? Tell you now, um, a, a lot of um, bring it up. A lot of people were kind of, I don't know what's the word for it. Um, kind of agreed. There were like there is a lot. Um, I'm trying to think of the the, the way to put it. Um, a lot of people were kind of saying that you know it's just these big heavily modded kind of servers that. Um, a lot of people are attracted to because I suppose that's what the most popular YouTubers are kind of playing on and stuff. Um, and I got a message from some server owners as well that were saying that it's just, you don't know what the behind the scenes of a server owner has to go through to try and get their server to be one of the popular ones out there. You know, it's it, at the end of the day for a lot of those server servers out there, like those, it's just, in a way, it's just pure luck. Sarah Moore, as one of the biggest streamers right now, what are you looking for in a server? Uh, in a server, for one, probably no bases. <laughs> Not a fan of bases myself. <laughs> um, I wonder why. And but one of the things that uh, uh, is a problem for me is that there's a lot of interesting maps out there like uh, that I've, I've really wanted to try. I've been very curious about. There's like uh, Lingor, there's... A couple others. I can't remember the names. But every every time I pop in and like try to find a server running one of these maps, it's invariably like a ultra modded, you know, more Daisy Epoch style sort of like uh, what I kind of disparagingly disparagingly call like an easy mode server where you got infinite stamina, traders, you know, ten times loot, AKs in every other house, and uh, and I I can't stand those kinds of servers. So I really wish there were uh, more like hardcore servers. Uh, trying to work with uh, like uh, more unique maps out there. Uh, I enjoyed that uh, the Zero servers, Happy Bombs' 
Zero servers were running uh, Deer Isle with vanilla settings, and uh, that was pretty interesting. Um, and I, I just I just want to see more of that with like more variety generally. What about you, IG? Uh, funnily enough, I'm pretty much uh, similar to Ceremon. I don't like servers that have bases. Um, I don't. What there's there's a few things. I have I, there's about three things that I don't like in a server. Uh, one, bases. Two, a really messy UI. I hate those servers that have like the markers that are on your screen, mm -hmm. like the map and the menus for player groups and stuff like that. And side chat. Oh my god, side chat is just. If you have side chat in your server, it's you're committing sacrilege. Please get rid of it. Um, and uh, yeah, probably those the servers that have like a currency as well. I don't like those. Not at all. Traders, currency, bases, side chat. It's I don't want to feel like I'm in a in a. Uh, I I don't want to. If I wanted that, I'd be playing Star Citizen. You know, I'm not. I'm I'm in the apocalypse. I don't want to be seeing what people are up to. Uh, I want to be really immersed in a, a post-apocalyptic environment and see, see what happens to myself. So we've said it a few yeah. times today about uh, the impact of bases on DayZ. Now, I love bases, but at the same time, um, Sarah Moore, you think back to the early days of DayZ, uh, standalone, um, not Epoch and things like that, but bases were never part of DayZ at the beginning. And it did add a certain vibe to DayZ back then, didn't it, Sarah Moore? Everyone was out looking for those tents and barrels stashed out in the middle of the forest. Um, and when you found them, you know, it, it, it kept people moving around the map. It kept people looking for those sneaky places to hide their stash. Exactly. That's one of the biggest <clears throat> things that uh, was a problem for me when I, I started playing DayZ again quite a bit in 2020 uh, is before like the baseless servers took off, I would play on uh, like Baby Nades Island and it would be full pop, like 80 out of 80 people. But the problem was I would roam the entire map and I wouldn't find anybody. I'd go to Northwest Airfield, not a shot fired for hours. And I was just like, okay, what's happening here? And I was with my friend, um, uh, QK Norris, and we were like, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're off to the side in, in a base. And so we go off to the, the Western portion of the map which in old Daisy, in the the uh, classic Daisy experience, like nobody goes to the the western far reaches. It's like a very lightly traveled area. We find a castle. The first thing we find, big door on that castle. First thing we find, like three people in there just talking to each other inside the base. And I, I find that it it really diminishes. Yeah, the traffic, like the the uh, the everyone sits in their base counting their riches. Spots. Yeah, exactly. And I, was... I can't do it. I can't. Daisy was bad for that as it was like before as well. Daisy used to be really bad for that. It was one of the reasons why I have fr I have I have friends uh, that don't play Daisy anymore because they just got tired of playing it where they spawned in, spent hours gearing up, wouldn't run into a single person, and then just get sniped out of nowhere. Which you know, unfortunately, that's just Daisy. But having bases did not help that whatsoever. Um, you could counteract the argument by saying. Well, servers can have up to like a hundred players now, which is double what it used to. But again, if it's promoting base building and you're adding mods that are improving base building, then people are going to want to experiment with that. Um, it's just going to really slow down traffic. Um, I think base building as a whole is really like 
poorly balanced as well in a way in a way like i just think it for a game like daisy it doesn't work this goes back to what was being said about offline raids there's no way you're going to be able to counteract that and mm-hmm. daisy the, the way daisy works is that they want to make the game as realistic as possible so it's kind of like well if, if if you want it as realistic as possible have your base but i doubt your stuff's going to last there for more than and one day you know um I don't know. I just feel like I feel like base building completely changed the game in a in a negative way, in my opinion. I I don't really know how I feel about it. I just think it's uh, slows down the traffic, creates server perform like really bad server performance, and um, yeah, that's about it really. Yeah, I I feel like I wouldn't be as against it if Daisy were inherently like a game about bases but like uh yeah. i play a lot of rust and rust is very much about sitting inside your base and sorting through your loot for hours and you know only rarely going outside and i enjoy it because it's it's balanced it works well within that game i feel like bases are are kind of they're, they're trying to fit the square into the circle hole it doesn't it doesn't work uh yeah. the way i think they envisioned it originally and even rust even rust has has balancing issues with base building even rust has issues and that game is it's literally like, like you said, it's, it's whole focus is base building. That is what Rust is. It's probably the, apart from Minecraft maybe, um, but like Rust is has issues with base building. So imagine the stuff that Daisy has to has to suffer with, and you know you look at the mods that people are making for it as well. Uh, not only are people installing one mod for base building but they're installing multiple mods that might counteract each other and it just causes so many issues and then these issues become you know what we were talking about earlier like toxicity and people getting angry over raids and it's it's mm-hmm. i don't think it's what the game should have been base building feels like it was just thrown into daisy because people wanted something like that and i don't even think i've had a looks of it like the people in chat who've been I, i've noticed in chat people are saying that like they're not a fan of base building and that it's it's an issue, so I'd I'd be really intrigued just to see the statistics of who wanted base building and why they wanted to add base building into the game. So yeah, that's it. That's my take on it. It's it's horses for courses. There are people out there who Daisy is base building for them, you know. And even back in the Armor Two days, that's what Epoch was uh, massive for. Um, and there are people, and it, it is great to see, Marks, the success of the day one servers because it's brought back a bit of that OG Daisy feel of people just running around, interacting, a little stash in the woods. I think one of the best updates um, or things that they've released in Daisy is the improvised shelters. I think they are the fucking bomb uh, because the tents yeah. um, really stand out. Um, but the improvised shelters, you place one of them well, you can literally bump into it and be standing there going, why aren't I moving? Holy shit, there's a shelter here. Yeah. Does anyone else find it a bit funny, though, how base building has actually been implemented into the game? When, realistically, if 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 they want to keep the game realistic, like they have with every other aspect of the game, apart from zombies, um, like, why didn't they just have it so that, rather than it being an actual base building, it was more about, like... Uh, fortifying buildings that already exist and because if it, because that's the thing they they went from Cherneris to Livonia right and don't get me wrong the landscape of Livonia is great but the, but a lot of the assets have just been reused like all, uh, lots of buildings have been reused all the cars structures it's all been reused that was the perfect opportunity right there they had such a good opportunity to make 
a load of new buildings that could have been well optimized for fortifying, well built for fortifying, and that could have complete that could have completely changed the game for people. But no, they just made it so you build a wooden wall. Which why would you waste your time doing that in the apocalypse? It just makes Look, no sense. Um, I know this is a Daisy podcast, but for people who love base building. Scum is going to be a very, very popular game for them. You can build a standalone base or you can just lock down an existing structure and fortify the windows. Um, that, I think, is you know, it's one of the reasons I'm enjoying Scum so much is because I love base building. Um, you know, I yeah, stop promoting that shite, Foxy's saying in chat. Um, but, you know, that's, that's part of, um, there are, there are people who like it. Um, and Daisy just doesn't do it well. Um, I think my personally myself, that Daisy is best when it's, um, like the day one style, like the people just running around, do it. <laughs> What's this? The scum server that all the Daisy players are going to, um, yeah, it depends on where you are, but yeah, I, I like that running around style. I miss it. As much as I love um, base building, of course you can ask questions, Cambo. Um, but yeah, I, I do miss um, that feel that Daisy had pre-base building ceremony. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think uh, I think fortifications were on the roadmap for Daisy. Yeah, the 2015 Q4 roadmap. That's also a dirty the, word. The, the R, that's the R word. We, no, we call that the R word here. That's the R word. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it, yeah, it really seems like they kind of. I I feel like they had a vision for the game that that would have worked better with the game, and at some point, some decisions changed. Maybe somebody, you, you know, got got into the the reins of you know the development and pushed it in a different direction. And I'm I'm kind of disappointed that, that it's gone this way instead of the other way it could have. I'd be so God. I wish I wish it were possible to see a documentary about the development of Daisy. That would be yeah. mate. One of the most honest to God, things. someone needs to do that. I banded with the idea a while back. Eleven, oh, a very talented guy, mate. There is. It might take six months or so, but reach out to the likes of Brian Hicks. Fucking, if you can get him, um, um, bloody um, uh. What's his name? Dean Hall, and and get the yeah. do a history of Daisy over the years. Uh, that would just be something fucking amazing. I've I've toyed with the idea, but I just I'm not a skilled enough editor. All I'm good at is opening my big fucking mouth, and I should keep it shut half the time. Um, if there is an, an audience for you know, you, you could cover it from so many different angles as well. The history of the development, the history yeah. of um. The content creators, the rise and fall, you know, the, the, the golden age of, you know, Mr. Blackout and Jam Jar and Katie Wolf and Mr. Moon and yeah. then the emergence of um, The Running Man and, you know, now Saramore and Lax Hawthorne and Smoke and just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, that'd be, it'd be great. I think the hard, the hard part would just be getting in contact with the guys. I mean, I know Dean Hall, he's like, he's moved on pretty much, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that would be really good. Uh, it's definitely something I'd be down for. I mean, in I I haven't been doing content creation that much for the past few months because of university. In six six weeks' time, I, f- I finished my degree, so I'll be back into it then, streaming and stuff. Like and what's that. your degree so in, mate? Just so everyone knows. To... 
uh, 3D animation and games design. Mm-hmm. Or 3D, 3D, basically uh, 3D art in games. So I do things like animation, rigging, modeling, texturing, things like that. Environments, which is took me to the modding scene in Daisy a little bit as well. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I, I would. I, I don't know about you, Sarah Moore, but I would love to see someone do a really good professional job of the history of Daisy. Yeah, I would. I'd, I'd pay for that. <laughs> That'd be yeah. great. Well, what do people think about like Daisy? Like the, when you were saying about the uh, uh, the main roadmap. I think it was Sarah Moore who said that the the main roadmap for Daisy years ago when it first came out was really good. Do people think that? If if they had actually stuck to that roadmap, do you think Daisy would have been better that way, or do you think it's better now than what it was promised to be? I think the roadmap seemed yeah. more promising. And and when you look at uh, the concept the hype it generated too, back uh, then in 2015, to... Sarah Moore. Yeah, um, like sorry to go back to bases so much, but when the concept art for bases first came out, their vision seemed to be these standalone bases, like these compounds that you built out in the woods. And, and that still seems like a pretty cool thing. And I feel like the issue that happened was in practice, instead of creating these outdoor compounds where it's kind of balanced, where you have to, you know, really build a, a lot of walls and there's, you know, multiple entrances and all that, people, the, the meta became, okay, we're going to get some buildings with some really long hallways and we're just going to put like eight fences in this hallway. They have to go through all of them to get into the center and there's no other option you can't go through the back you can't go through the top it's just you know you have an invincible wall and then a bunch of gates stacked and i I feel like looking at the old concept art like i don't think that's what they thought was going to happen with daisy um just to confirm and someone reminded me in chat taters um soviet womble has touched on this um, his Daisy yeah, video essays. essays. Um, he, I don't think he's finished them yet because um, he's still like the evolution of the Daisy mod. But yeah, I watched them uh, and they were fantastic. So go check out um, Soviet Womble's channel because um, he did a really good job of them as well. Um, yeah, but, I saw those. Those are good. Yeah, they, they were fantastic. Um, and he's a good, he's an OG of Daisy as well, isn't he, Sarah Moore? Yeah, definitely. Good old um, random bullshittery videos. With him, but yeah, yeah, I've I've seen his stuff here and there. Yeah, yeah. I think his his essays are more like uh, the actual like yeah the bullshittery of Daisy in it. It's like just a the break his own breakdown of it. I think it'd be nice to get like a documentary of like just mm-hmm. the actual development behind the development of it from the people themselves. That'd be nice as like a, an actual. Uh, an actual structured documentary. That'd be nice. Yeah. And yeah, like Miss Fu's saying, there's still a few other OGs around like Joshua, Septic, Loyal Patriot, um, and so on. So yeah. Mm. Um what else did we have? Yeah, we talked about the console topic. Um uh mod mini spotlight. So I I did want to highlight this mod. Um Clement Dab kept true to his word. He's starting to release the mods that he developed for the creator server. Um, and this one, I'm not sure of the impact it will have on servers, um, but um, the inventory move sounds, which I, what did you think when you first um, heard things moving around inside your inventory ceremony? Ah, uh, just uh, reminded me of like, like Rust has had this forever and it's, it's wonderful there. It, it's, uh, 
I think it really just adds to the sense of place whenever you pick up items, and it's a it's a fine idea. The only concern is 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 the mod ever going to progress to a point where other people can hear you picking things up, and that yes. would be like a big game changer to not yes. have a stealthy way to loot. Yep, it's important. It sounds when you're like interacting with your adventure in a game is really important because it it kind of it provides you with a response like it shows you that the game's responding to you which is something that daisy has struggled with for, for a while is the actual game responding to you and freezing and lagging you know and clement dad just it's said really watch good. the video Yep, you do hear other players. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. That ah. is really cool. That is yeah, really, really cool. <laughs> it yeah, goes to Axiom at the end there. It actually changes the game a bit. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, oh, I need to get rid of that command. I'll shut that server down. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited to see that because, you know, there's some, some great work got done there and people got to see some pretty decent mods uh, being made, um, showcased on that server to give people a bit of a unique experience. But yeah, really, really good to see. Um, I want to shine the spotlight on the dude Thor. I know we've had him on as a guest, but the poor bugger at the moment, um, his GPU died. So he hasn't been able to oh, stream as much. Um, so he's had to send it back for a warranty replacement. Um, but I just wanted to keep his uh, channel... Um, in the forefront of everyone's uh, mind. He's being very active on Twitter, posting some rather funny stuff. Um, there we go. Um, just you know, letting people know, day six of no GPU. I found a bug with an NPC. I kept asking what quests were available, but he was stuck in an infinite answer loop of how many times do I have to fucking tell you I'm Woolworths cashier and not a goddamn NPC. Broken ass game. So that <laughs> eternal struggle of when you're a hardcore gamer and your computer dies yeah. in you and you're like, what do I do with my life? Um, you know, day five, I can't drive directly to Melbourne, so I thought I'd fly. Sadly, I realized reality update removed the flying vehicle bug. Um, just, it, it's been fun. Um, I feel, I do feel for the guy. I hope he gets, and this weekend, Easter long weekend as well. Uh, it must really fucking suck. So, guys, um, please give him a, um, a follow. You know, um, let him know that he hasn't been forgotten because that's the biggest fear of any creator. Um, is that when you're not online, you you lose that um, that hustle okay. you've managed to generate, Sarah Moore. Hmm. One day not streaming, and I'm like, they're going to forget about me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so, he, and he's a good bloke to boot. He does a lot of charity work and all the rest of it, so yeah. Um, the community spotlight that I wanted to shine it on, uh, probably a fitting one uh, for this week. Um, True Survival RP. Um, let me just uh, post their link in the um, chat for people. If you're looking for an RP server, this might be one to try out. Uh, but their description, let me just find the channel. Uh, communities, there we go. Um, we are a realism-focused RP community created to fill the void for proper realism and hardcore survival. We constantly work to provide you the most dangerous post-apocalyptic environment for those true Daisy role players. Our goal is to provide the best RP environment for all who wish uh, to test their resilience in the most inhospitable world we have been able to create. Danger is everywhere in the form of deadly creatures, viruses, cannibals, bandits, etc. 
Our admins are active and friendly. Our rules are fair and have been designed around a dynamic daisy experience to allow you to feel what a post-apocalyptic world without laws would feel like. All of our mods, including our own custom mods, have been carefully selected to suit the theme we have envisaged. Come play today. Um, and they've got a Deer Isle server. Um, so if you're into the RP stuff, folks, uh, or just been meaning to check it out, um, give them a try. They've got um, 460 members in their Discord, um, 120 people online right now. So, yeah, definitely worth um, giving them a shot if that's what you're into. Um, we're getting near the end now, folks. Let me just jump back to the agenda. Um, Daisy Twitter Watch. Anything interesting from the Daisy Twitter account this week? I expected mm. more on um, April Fool's Not Day, to be honest. Look. I really wanted yeah, a good troll. Uh, what did they get on? Oh, no, we just got a experimental servers alive announcement. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, uh, get back to me uh, from last week, March, where we were quite critical of them um, and said the feedback has been passed on. Um, I don't know whether you saw last week's episode, Sarah Moore, but um, um, I know you get a bit active on Twitter at times. Uh, but... <clears throat> We basically uh, said there was a comment from Jon of Shinaris um, that the Daisy Twitter account right now kind of feels like um, um, it's it's run by people who don't play the game. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you remember um, quite a few months back, Sarah Moore, we had Scotty and um, Yakub running the Twitter account. And oh my fucking God, it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of a bit more generic now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we have my CVing. <laughs> we want a bit of spice resume. yeah I, I keep it saying they need to employ dance of jesus and uh dab they run the daisy exp account that keeps trolling people um yeah. but yeah um, legal would be onto them by the end of the day now if they were in control of that account <laughs> uh, I, I think they live by the philosophy of it's easier to beg permission uh sorry beg forgiveness than ask for permission um, and they just went ahead and tweeted some of the stuff. I remember when we had them both on, they said, you know, sometimes I'd sit there and say, should we send this? Should we send this? Ah, fuck it. Let's just send it. But yeah, um, I do hope to see them be more active in the community. Uh, they did hint that they've got some stuff coming up. So, you know, anything they can do to help promote the game, um, because um, we should probably check it. Um, what is the Steam charts at? It'll be interesting to see over this long weekend. I wonder if their Twitter account is actually being managed by like an actual community manager or if it's just being managed by... They've got two community managers. General. They've got two oh, community got two. managers at the moment that I, um, I believe. Um, so it's all not bumping back, but there hasn't really been anything released to draw the community back in yet. Has there, Sarah Moore? Yeah, nothing crazy. Nothing like uh, Namalsk. Uh, but it's still got... It's, it's going so well. Like, I, I've been looking at the Steam charts a lot and considering like... Uh, I'm looking at it right now. May 2014 is uh, when Daisy dropped down to 31,000 players. And then for years, it was lower, lower, lower until the dark ages of uh, 2018 when there's only like 3,600 yeah. playing. Mm. And now we're we're back up to 2014 numbers. Like we uh, surpassed it um, in, in December of 2020 for, for a moment. And that's just blows my mind that Daisy has had like the most unexpected comeback. And I'm so glad. And I think the reason is because like, it's still a unique experience. There's no other game I can go to that gives an experience akin to Daisy. I, God, I wish there were, but there <laughs> isn't. So we're stuck here. And so is everybody else. I think 2017 was the year when um, 
I don't know if anyone else remembers this, but like for those who really like hardcore DayZ, DayZ was super hardcore in 2017 because there was literally no loot whatsoever. Oh, the starvation patch. Point five five patch. My my favorite patch, by the way. I fucking loved point five five. Dark time. In fact, there was that patch, and then there was the patch where there was no food whatsoever, but then you could go to a guard stand and find about five AKs on the doorstep. Yeah, point five seven. That was point five seven. That was it. That was great. That was awesome. PvP and Belota. Oh man. But that is a pretty sh- sharp drop there at the end, uh, Marks. Uh, from the forty-five thousand um, in January of this year, we're now down to thirty-one thousand average concurrent. So I'm really hoping to see um, the Daisy uh, marketing team jump on and create some hype. Yeah, I think people just around Christmas time as well probably just had a bit of extra time, so they hop back on. Um, and I think that was also the first time that Summit and Shroud came back in a long time. So yeah. I think that like really blew it up. Definitely helped. For, for a little while. Yeah. Until Summit had his um, issue with trees. I have that same <sighs> issue. I hate those Christmas trees. I, I want them trimmed. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, it, it's going to continue to do this, guys. You know, it's, it's, there'll be something that'll come out uh, that'll generate some hype in the community again, um, and it'll come back up again. Um, Daisy's one of those games; it's got replayability, and that's what a lot of people forget. You can un- you can uninstall Daisy, and my young fella, he uninstalls Daisy every now and then, and then you know I'll talk to him about it, and he goes, "I actually feel like playing Daisy again." And he'll reinstall, and he'll jump back on, and he'll start playing it again for a few months. You know, uh, we've got to remember that there's a lot of people who are just casual players of Daisy, um, and that's uh, part of the beauty of Daisy. You know, as opposed to the other game I've been talking about, Scum. Scum is very uh, complex. Daisy, as as much as it's got a steep learning curve, it's still quite easy to get back into. A bit's changed. Yeah, you know, well, a lot's changed from um, pre point six three, but yeah, it's. Uh, what's this? Um, War Dog just told me to check my uh, do- uh, documents or my uh, emails. Um, holy crap! Went through Daisy Vision document ten point one four. Okay, let me see if I uh, can share this. Uh, an old document be outline of what Daisy would have been. This is back when Brian Hicks was on the team. Well, this is fucking fascinating. Oh, yeah. Let me share this screen with you guys. Let me just Could stop being a boomer for a sec. Um, and if you get a chance as well, will you actually send that to me? Because that could be kind of a cool video. Okay. So Daisy Vision Document. Daisy is a post-apocalyptic multiplayer sandbox hybrid genre title focused on the core pillars of freedom of choice, player interactions, direct and indirect, permanent death and consequences, which was one of the things I love the most about it, that not even games like Scum and that are doing. You know, that's one of the things I love about DayZ, and it does frustrate a lot of people, but it's what makes it good for people because it adds that sense of fear to every interaction. Player stories and content, player skill over character gear whenever possible, survivalism. The Daisy Project endeavours to, whenever possible, opt out of creating lore or stories defined by the development team and instead push for the players to interpret... Um, I've just got to make this smaller so I can still see chat in case there's um, any questions coming up about it. 
Um, prior to, oh, it's going to be rolling like that, is it? Oh, wrong window. Yeah. Um, okay. No, I, I do have to have it full screen, so I'm going to have to ignore chat for a moment. Um, through the uh, simulation um, interactions between players and the environment will drive gameplay whenever possible and authentic rather than a realistic experience should be pursued. This... No, it does just cut off at the end there. The extent of freedom of player choice uh, support in Daisy can and does lead to consequences that will have a permanent impact on your character's life and creates a player experience unique in the something. In addition to the... Um, I don't know why it's cut. Oh, oh wow. It goes, okay, I'm not going to be able to. Yeah. I won't be able to read it all through, but um, uh, I'll send this through to you, Mark, and you can uh, do something with it if War Dog's okay yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, make sure you give credit to War Dog for this. Um, but um, that's uh, that's an amazing fucking. Yeah, this, again, this could be good um, OG for you with um, if you do a um, yeah, history yeah. of Daisy. Because what I would love to see as well, um, and I think even you would probably find this interesting, Sarah Moore, is, um, let me just close this screen. God, I'm Six such weeks a and I'll get started on it. Six weeks. Change windows. I'd love to see someone tie in with um, what all these dips and troughs were from, with the different patches. You know, point, point two, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, point four, point five, five. Uh, the release of you know, 0.5, well, this will probably be around about 0.55 here because everyone fucking hated it. Uh, this might be 0.57, I can't remember, but just tying it in with the different patches and then going back through the website and finding out what came out with each release and what happened and who was, you know, the kings of um, Twitch and YouTube at that time and, and just the constant evolving of the, the DayZ community uh, throughout all these times. And then, you know, the golden times when it started the... Well, yeah, this was the golden era for me back then with uh, uh, Mr. Blackout doing his Daisy Diaries and Hardcore series was just the, the pinnacle of fucking Daisy video creation for me. Uh, and then we've got the second golden age, Namolsk and um, 1.0 release and people coming back and Shroud playing the game again and just, yeah. Can't believe I've been playing this game for seven years. <laughs> It's around seven years now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Makes you feel old, doesn't it, Sarah Moore? Mate. God, it's horrible. <laughs> I was, what was I, like 20 years old when I first started playing Daisy? It's been, yeah, it's it's been a ride. Now, I do have a question oh. for you, Sarah Moore, that someone told me I've been dodging. Is there any truth? I don't understand this, so you'll have to explain the backstory of it. Is there any truth to the rumors that you are a car? Boydy, listen, I'm only going to say this once. You fucking be careful, okay? You fucking be careful about the questions you ask me. All right, buddy? All right, listen, we're going to shelf this, and we're not going to talk about this again. I'm going to forgive you this time, but we're not going to talk about this again. All right, thank you. Broom, broom. <laughs> Is there a backstory to this that we need to know? I've got the keys to him right here. Right <laughs> I, I now I'm now intrigued. I want to know what the backstory behind this is. But yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Careful with the spam, Ollie. Um, okay, so what else have we got? 
Um, back to the podcast. Um, okay, we're now on to um, highlights, guys and girls. Um, OG, what was your highlight for not just the last week, mate? can be anything you want, but what's your Daisy-related highlight? Oh, um, it, it was a small one, actually. It was the scout rifle. Yep. Yeah, I, I I love snipers in Daisy. I've always loved sniping, even though it's a ball ache. But having a new rifle, it's nice. Particularly one that um, you can find not just in the high loot uh, military areas. That's a win. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think having like think, a. Oh, sorry. Go on. Yeah, I think uh, as well. Another highlight was the, just just the mods that have been out this like recently, mm-hmm. not just this week, but just recently. Just mod, the mod, modding community in general. Like, um, I can't remember, recall exactly what mods are what because. I follow follow so many people on Twitter, um, loads of modders on Twitter, but there are a lot of people out there who are working really hard and getting some stupidly good mods out there that yep. are changing the game. So if you're one of those people and you've been putting your mods on Twitter and you've been like trying to improve the game for yourself and your own servers, then props to you because it's not easy and it's uh, it's good. It's really good. So, yeah, keep up the modding people. What were you going to say about the uh, Scout um uh, all the uh, pioneers, I think it's really good that there's like it fills a niche that I feel like is kind of lacking in Daisy. Yes. You've got your low tier guns and then you've got your high tier guns, and oftentimes it feels like you go from using a shitty pistol to getting an AK with a drum mag, and there's like nothing in between. And like uh, with five, five, six rounds too, I, I would usually just not even like pick them up because. Usually you're going to find an AK before an M4. The M4 ammo is like too rare to make viable. And having kind of a mid-level weapon is a good niche that I, I feel like they, they could focus on a little more. And that's that's a great decision, I think. Yeah, I think that's that's the uh, one thing with Daisy that puts a few people off is there's a lot of things you can experience in Daisy, but unless you really put the effort in, you, you might not even experience them at all for a long time. Like, it's been a long time since I found a car and driven a car, but that's because I've not been able to put the time into the game that much recently because of university to find a car and drive it. And it doesn't really matter to me, but you know, I might find that it's something I enjoy. So, uh, so in terms of guns, the scout is uh, going to be a nice sniper just to pick up and pick mm-hmm. people off with. So yeah, it's going to be cool. You're muted, buddy. I think. Yeah, you can't, yeah. Uh, yeah. can't hear you. <laughs> Still can't hear you if you're talking. Uh, <laughs> whatever you pressed, unpress it. <laughs> oh no. Okay, can you hear me now? So, for the past three days, I've been eating an omelette for breakfast on a new diet. I don't know if anyone's interested oh, in yeah. that. Cheese yeah. in the omelette? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. 100%, it's got to be. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I sometimes I sometimes put, like, little slices of tomato oh, in there as well. Oh, but... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm eating slices of pepperoni like now, right now, for like a fucking animal. Oh, not wrong, pepperoni though. 
Why has he forsaken us? Might as well. <laughs> can chat hero? Or can he sound stream hero? Okay, clash. Testing. Testing, testing. Oh, stream can't hear him either. <laughs> Time to just shamelessly self-promote. Is it? <laughs> I don't know if Boydie can hear us, actually. Can he hear us? Yeah, he can hear us. <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> they... they his Discord can you guys hear me? Oh, hang about. Yeah, he might need to check his Discord mic. His, yeah, input on Discord. Testing, testing. testing. You can hear me now? Yeah, you can hear me now. I bent this um, when I first got it, and it's, all, it's been uh, the cable for it, so I'm probably going to need to get a new cable for my um, microphone. But yeah, um, I can hear you, War Dog. I can hear you in chat, uh, clear and loud with a slight boomer tone. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, Sarah Moore, what were you saying your highlight was, mate? Uh, oh, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> what was happening? <laughs> scout. Talking about scout rifle being. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't actually engaged though. I haven't played the experimental yet, but I've seen a, a couple of people trying it out. So I don't really have a good grasp of balance or anything. So I feel like I can't. I can't say too much. I need that hands-on experience. They do need more, like you said, uh, mid-tier weapons, and not just um, Mosins and. Um, um, CZs and, uh, oh, sorry, the CR five two seven and so on. You know the the sort of one shot rifles. There needs to be more. You know three eighty rifles, nine mil rifles. Um, um, you know you can get them. Um, uh, three fifty seven. You know the repeater, um, stuff like that out there. So that uh, yeah, definitely. What about you, Marks? What's been your highlight? I think as well. I just kind of have to give it to the uh, the update. Yep. in general um it was good there were some silly things in there but there was some good things as well with zombies especially that they've seemed to fix as good um as well i haven't played it yet i'm gonna hop on there tonight and make a more in-depth video on everything that's there so yeah but it's cool to see that they're still updating the game and give us the gun that we can actually find so well complain. for me it's the uh teaser trailer for episode three of mr utah series i can't wait to watch it uh, my only problem with Mr. Utah is he takes so fucking long, but he's producing quality stuff. So I can I can be patient. I can be patient and wait for him because they're fucking damn good videos to watch. I'd love it if you could uh, showcase one of them on your stream when you've got a few hundred people in Ceremore, uh, just to show people that there's um, you know uh, people out there just as passionate making some really high quality shit for Daisy. That's been a good time. It's the best time for Daisy, really, right now. It's it's been absolutely fantastic. It is, it is. It's been good. Mm. Guys and girls, thank you so so much, Sarah Moore. Thank you for coming on, mate. You got called out, and thank I think you, you responded quite well. It was uh, very fruitful. Good time. I was honestly dreading it. Um, it probably, <laughs> if it, people you know, who are in the Discord would have noticed, I didn't even really do an agenda for this one up until yesterday. Because I was, I was honestly dreading this episode with what I had to talk yeah. about with OG and um, um, uh, Uncle Ray Ray first um, was quite a sensitive topic. And I think we managed to address it without um, uh, breaching terms of service. Um, kind of sucks, but we can't mention specifics. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had <laughs> yeah. the topic pop up that um, I got asked to cover by a few people. Um, and Sarah Moore, you agreed to come on and so did Cairo. Uh, and I thank everyone for being uh, pretty respectful uh, to each other um, in, in, in the chat. Because, yeah, we were chatting before, weren't we, uh, Marks? And I was a little bit worried. I was as well, yeah. yeah. But it went went well, so we can't complain. That's why you didn't stream, well, isn't it? <laughs> I can't stream where I'm at. So. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on, mate. You're on holidays at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, just out with parents. The internet just can't handle streaming. So Yeah. So yeah, thank you for still making it. Oh, Mr. Yeah, OG, yeah. when isn't there a fucking drama in this game, in this community? Um, but yeah, you you have to go back and watch the VOD, mate. It's all at the beginning. Um, but yeah. Anyway, folks, I want to thank you all so, so much for coming on. Um, And, wow, what a fucking view account. I think this has been the biggest um, podcast I've ever done. Um, Generally had around about 100 viewers most of the time, even with raids and without them. Um, So, yeah. I was going to say as well, I was going to say that, uh, if you don't mind a quick plug. Go for it. Uh, I know a couple of weeks ago I started a channel called Daisy Highlights, which was something that Boydie caught with the idea for. Uh, and I decided to execute it, and I, th- I think someone—I think it was Dirty Dub—who put it in the chat that he he wanted to see people wanted to see more interesting things and funny moments in Daisy, etc. Yeah. In the next few weeks, I'm going to be coming back doing it because I did upload one episode and then stopped uh, because university just became so. Post much a link short. in chat, mate, to your uh, channel. Yeah, I'll put it. I'll send you a link to Twitter, guys, and in the bio of the Twitter, there is a form you can upload your clips to. Um, I submitted my uh, bear um, bait one to you. Yeah, so they'll start coming back up uh, in a couple of weeks' time. So if if you guys get clips and then fill that form up, uh, then in a f- about four, five, six weeks' time, there'll be a lot of episodes coming out. So yeah, fill it up. Well, actually, a quick question: What do you think of um, Daisy Clips Channel's uh, ceremony? <clears throat> oh yeah, I think they're cool. It's like I don't really. I don't really engage with the YouTube side of things too much, so I, I've, I've never really... Um, but, like, sometimes I see my clips being re-uploaded without my permission, but I, I don't care. I love it. I want the publicity, yeah. Like, <laughs> you're getting a bunch of views on your channel. Yeah, throw my stuff up there. Put my face out there. Sure, sure. So, like, I, 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 That's how it started. People didn't want that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good thing yeah. that you're, you're providing a source of for clips that are not just you know ripped from channels without anybody being the wiser so that's definitely a a nice niche to fill yeah yep all with permission awesome thank you guys once again um sarah moore a pleasure as always having you on og this is your first time on the show um was great having you on mate mr uh ninja lookalike i'm not making millions though (laughs) no i wish Uh, those people tell me I look like Hugh Jackman. People tell me I look like a twat. <laughs> <laughs> Should I answer? Nah. All the best, everyone. We will see you next week. And we have, as our guests next week, let me just go down to the channel. Uh, boom, bada bing. Um, Dancer Jesus and Bestius coming on. So we will be talking uh, with Dancer Jesus. Um, he's got some exciting news, I believe. Um, and Bestius... For those who don't know, is you've heard us talk about it a bit, but he is one of the people behind the team at Mini Day Z. Have you guys ever played it, Ceremony? I've heard of it. Never, never gave it a shot though. If you don't it. have enough Day Z in your life, you can download Mini Day Z on your phone or your iPad, and you can um, take that Day Z experience with you anywhere. 
It's a damn good invention, and they've just released Mini DayZ 2. And that's why we've got him coming on to talk about the game. Um, and yeah, we will see you all next week. Same bat time. Just remember, yeah. unlike uh, Marks and um, Cairo this morning, they uh, were in chat an hour earlier. Um, but you guys have just gone on to Daylight Savings. We've just come off it. So it's still the same time, just just um, an hour. What, is it an hour later, or it's an hour later for you guys now, isn't it? An hour later, yeah. Hour later, yeah, an hour later, if you're on Daylight Savings time. So 2000 UTC, Saturday the 11th of April is when the next show will be. All the best, everyone, and we will see you yep. next week. Say bye-bye, guys. Later. See you later. Bye. And ciao for now.